0: at the former quarry. Lights were turned off across Britain last night as part of events to mark the 100th anniversary of British entry into the First World War with services held across the three counties. Earlier, David Cameron joined members of the royal family at a service of reconciliation in Belgium.
1: 100 years ago, young men across this continent packed their kit bag, kissed their sweethearts goodbye and prepared to go to war. I think of the millions of mothers and fathers who would have stood on their front doorstep, waving their sons off, not knowing if they would ever see them again.
0: Israel and Hamas have agreed to accept an Egyptian proposal for a three-day ceasefire in Gaza beginning around now. Egypt said it hoped the truce would be followed by talks aimed at securing a permanent ceasefire. Firefighters saved a woman and her dog from a house fire in Garden City yesterday evening. Crews were called to Latimer Gardens just before 5.30. Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to Stevenage's Lamex Stadium on match days. The council had originally planned to charge fans £5.20 to park at Fairlands Valley. More from Craig Lewis. Stevenage's chief executive, Barry Weber,
2: had reacted angrily to the plans, saying they showed a total disregard for the club's survival and financial struggle. The council had claimed the money from charges was needed to help it overcome financial issues, but it reversed its decision after pressure from supporters and the club. Further consultation will now take place with the club, residents, and the supporters' association.
0: In sport, Milton Keynes Dons lost 2 0 to Premier League Leicester in last night's friendly at Stadium MK. Arsenal striker Benicophobi made his Dons debut after the 21 year old joined on a season long loan. The weather dry and sunny, just the chance of a shower this afternoon, a maximum temperature 25 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's Big Tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. It's a small town, so you can come here and do all your shopping. And all this week, we're featuring Amptill and Flitig. Amptill is a fantastic Georgian town, which is an absolutely brilliant place to live. It's all about where you live.
4: When I first lived here, I think there's about five thousand population. I think it's about forty-five now.
3: The Big Tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio It's Tuesday and I've just found 10 pence in my pocket that, Well that's a good start to the day isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> now driving around off their mash On whiz bangs and speedballs Are the one million drug drivers Caught in the last year A menace to society <laughs> Stevenage Council versus Stevenage Football Club. One local Derby Derby no one expected to see. And Ed Balls bashes bumpers but behaves badly by bogging off. Brrr. 08459
3: 455 555. Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. If you hear
7: a voice give us a shout. Feeling better now that we're through. Feeling better, cause I'm over you. I've learned my lesson, it left the scar. And now I see how you really... No good I'm gonna say it again It's no good, it's no good, it's no good
5: songs hey, no are very self-aware no and they sing about you're themselves. That's You're No Good there by the Swinging Blue Jeans. Now, drug driving, you ever done it? Ever had a cheeky fat one or, you know, done something very naughty? We all know about drink driving, but drug driving? Well, one million drivers uh, across the UK have admitted to driving while on drugs in the last year. Meanwhile, 5% of the passengers inside a car driven by a drug driver will keep quiet about it, even if their driver was clearly out of control. Well, the study has been carried out by road safety charity Break. Gary Ray is the campaign's manager and joins me now. Morning, Gary. Good morning. Gary, do, do these figures surprise you? Well, they do a bit. I mean, the survey that we're
8: publishing today, and you're first out of the blocks with yes, it, Ian. So yes, well, so we're
5: breaking news.
8: Well, 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 you may be in competition with Good Morning Britain, but um, who cares about those losers? I- indeed. So, the survey that we we produced with Direct Line does show, as you said in your intro, an estimated one million who admit to it. The key word there, Ian, they admit to it. So, it could be uh, a much wider. Hidden menace, we're calling it. We've all heard of drink driving, haven't we? But this is drug driving. And we're talking here about illegal hard substances. We're talking about cannabis slows down your reaction times. We're talking about heroin impairs coordination. We're talking about ecstasy, speed, cocaine, distorting your perceptions. Did you really want anybody with any of that in their system behind the wheel? Of course not.
5: Uh, Is it as bad as drink driving? Oh, in terms of the impact
8: um, that somebody with drugs behind the wheel can have, absolutely. Um, So much so that the government itself, uh, and we commend them for this, we don't always say that, um, is introducing a new law in March which essentially will have a zero tolerance uh, limit on illegal drug taking. So if you think you're going to get away with it, well, you're certainly not from next March. So
5: how will this new law work in March then? And how will they test for drugs? That's a good question, because actually one of the reasons the law has not been introduced up until now was the
8: efficiency of the drug testing kits. Yeah. the Government has been testing these out for the past year or so, and now they've got to a state where obviously they'll be able to record the drug accurately whatever that drug is in the system so that has been the linchpin police will be enforcing the new law from next march so as i said you won't get away with it
5: if and, and there, there might be people uh gary you've just come in for a hard night at it and uh, might be chuckling to us having this conversation what would your message be to them
8: well yeah you know, they may well be chuckling but actually you know they're putting themselves at risk they're putting other road users at risk you know I, I don't want to sound like a grump here but you know we're talking about illegal drugs here and they might be laughing on the other side of their face because if they get high they could well die behind the wheel
5: uh gary listen i appreciate your time i'm sure you've got a very busy day uh, discussing all this thank you very much gary ray uh, campaigns manager for the road safety charity break well your thoughts please dear listener there won't be with that many people disagreeing with Gary, surely I mean there may be one or two I, I would, I would uh, highly doubt that um, those fans of drugs are listening to bbc three counties radio they're more likely to be listening to, I don't know, Jack FM or something? Is that is that what... I don't know. I don't know what the drug culture listens to these days. They
9: listen to Bob. Bob FM now.
5: Bob FM. Back back in my day, it was um, Sid Barrett Records. Mm. We didn't even have radio back then when my peers took drugs. I had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Oh eight four five nine 455. 555. Uh, what would you do if you're in the car and you think that the, the person driving is... Um, a little bit off their mash. Would you Would you stop them? Would you take away their keys? Do you think it should be taken as seriously as drink driving? 8459 oh, five, 455 double, 555 double, Susanna Hoffs. The other ladylike one. And even the two that look like blokes. <laughs> the uh, pleasure-stroke discomfort Mm. of interviewing all four bangles. It would have been about 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago. Man alive, just the... the, the. Okay, here we go, and this can happen, male or female, Okay, The sexiest band in the world. The sexiest band in the world. I want a sexy male band and a sexy female band. I will start with the bangles, but then I'm going to trump myself.
9: Uh Uh-huh. The Go-Go's. The Go-Go's? The
5: Go-Go's were a sexy band. Belinda Carlisle, Jane Weedlin.
9: Well, okay. They've got form already. Yeah. it CD.
5: It is CD, but I think we can do this. And we, the way we do this is we let girls phone in and talk about blokes as well. Exactly. Okay, people can. It's fine. Exactly. What sexy um, man bands are there? Ellis?
10: Sexy man bands? Yeah, so we've got we want
5: sexy groups. Sexy lady group and a sexy boy group.
10: Okay. Uh, sexy lady group would have to be... Um, I guess Little Mix are quite... <laughs>
5: Sexy. <laughs> sexy, not not scummy. And uh,
10: sexy. And a boy one is going to be... Look at,
5: her, look at her pretending she's having to think about it. I, I mean, really she, don't
10: know. She
5: knows. Um, Certainly not take that. Take that one, never no. sexy. No, because
10: Mark Owen looks about 12. Yeah,
5: yeah. The Bee Gees had something about yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they did. True. They had a powerful aura. Well, yeah, there was, that was their hair and their beards. We can play that, please, ladies and gentlemen. Sexy bands, boys and girls. Let's try and find the sexiest boy band, the sexiest girl band. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five.
6: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Looking OK on the roads across the three counties this morning. There was an accident earlier on the M25, anti-clockwise 25 to 24. That's now cleared and all open from Enfield round to Potters Bar. Clockwise looking good. M1, no problems as of yet. Uh, no reported delays on the A1M or the M40. Uh, just a reminder of the uh, roadworks in High Wycombe on the A40. A lane shut because of the works at Arch Street and Chesham on the Amersham Road. You'll find those works in North Road underway now until the 7th of September. On the trains, a good service. No reported delays this morning. BBC Three Counters Radio.
5: Thank you very much. it's Tuesday the 5th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure, in a study by road charity Break, equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to Stevenage's Lamech Stadium on match days.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio. Radio.
5: See, there's a 72-hour ceasefire in uh, Gaza. Let, let, I wonder if it'll last the length of this show today. Let's see, shall we?
3: Every weekday morning.
12: My show's called The JVS Show. Nine o'clock in the morning on BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Jonathan Vernon-Smith.
12: I deal with the consumer problems that affect people all over Beds Hearts and Bucks.
4: And I said, well, I didn't come all this way to be looking at a broken-down hotel.
12: Those companies, those councils, those organisations that are letting people down.
13: This guy turned out to setback
12: that they're not
14: prepared
15: to pay me and I said, so you're forcing me into take action. And he said, good luck and put the phone down on me. I get my teeth into them. Oh, Jonathan, I'll start crying soon. We
12: don't know what to do. Deal with them and hopefully get results for you, the consumers.
3: And it
15: got so convoluted, I thought there's only one person can
3: sort this out. The JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: If you hear a whisper,
16: give us a shout. Yeah. Ian Lee, it's coolio. <laughs>
5: 459 five, 555 four, double, five, double, five. Now, the Shadow Chancellor, Ed Balls. And let's be honest, political reporter, Paul Scorins, if mm-hmm. your name was Balls or Cox, you would change it, wouldn't you? I mean, if you put a question mark at the end of Courtney Cox's name, Courtney Cox, it just, you know, you, I, you would think that with... Uh, I, I changed my surname, not because it was an innuendo, just because no one could spell it or say it. Lee is not my real surname. It is now. It wasn't the surname I was given at birth. Mm. Um, I imagine at some point you're going to wise up and change scoins to something a little bit more commercial.
9: Scoggins? Scoins? Scoines?
5: But Balls, Chancellor Balls... (laughs) I beg your pardon? That's my name. Shadow Chancellor Balls could be banned from driving today for for failing to stop after bumping another car. Mr Balls has said he was unaware he had damaged the other vehicle, although he knew they had touched as he attempted a tight manoeuvre in a private drive. Is it just me, or is that full of innuendo? Paul Scroins, what
9: happened? Well, this was uh, back in April, uh, Ian, in his constituency uh, in Morley and Outwood, and... Um Essentially, what was happening is he was in a a private drive and, uh, as you say, touched touched another bumper. And he said that uh, another car was parked close by and he knew that the bumpers had touched. But he didn't uh, think that any damage had been done until the police actually got in touch a week later. This was on a blog post he wrote back in May. Uh, And he said that as soon as he was aware any damage had done, he took... Uh, Immediately uh, sort of took responsibility and had been in touch with the driver by now to um, apologise and uh, pay for the repairs, the marks on the bodywork. But uh, obviously, the police had already started their inquiries and had to go through the system. And so he would get uh, points on his uh, licence. Now, this is an offence which does uh, effectively mean that he failed to stop after an accident.
5: Well, yeah, I know effectively, but a little a little bumpy bump bumps. Come yeah, that, on, that balls. Is, that
9: is the actual... Um, that's the charge. This is balls. Uh, it means potentially a five to ten penalty points, driving to squalification, a fine of up to £5,000, and potentially, and let's... Let's say now that this won't happen. Uh, a jail sentence Wow. So Justin, six months.
5: Justin, you've heard it there. Uh, mm-hmm. The Shadow Chancellor Red Bulls is going to be banned from driving, fined £10,000 and go to jail for six months. Wow. <laughs>
9: Naughty balls.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when, I mean, if, we, if, if it is a little bumper to bumper, when it, I've done this, Justin, I'm sure mm-hmm. you do. When you park... Sometimes it's a tight space, Yep. you've got to have a little bumpy bump bumps.
17: I think so. I mean, it happened to be a couple of weeks ago, and I actually got out of my vehicle and uh, checked for damage. There was no damage yep. there at all, so I didn't leave Scoins, a note.
9: Scoyzy's shaking his head. Well, I, why? I, I did this in a street where I used to live in, and I'd, I'd done that, I'd bumped a bumper, um, my foot sort of slipped off the off the uh, oh. off the clutch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I went forward. Yeah. I wasn't going very fast. Okay, mate. But I did feel that because people, my neighbours might have seen me do it, I felt I had to say something. Mm. So I left a note. And two days later, and there was, can I stress, no damage to the outside of the bumper. In your opinion, yeah. In yep. my opinion. Yep. The driver of the vehicle turned up two days later with a bill from the local garage Aye. where he'd gone to get it assessed and they'd said it was £800 worth oh, of damage. Oh, wow. Well, well, you were done, mate. Well, I said, you can talk to my insurance company. And
17: then what happened? I never heard from him the, again. There we go, you see. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem, isn't it? Because if you are going to leave a note on somebody's car, I think you've got to take a photograph as well, because you, th- th- there may be minor damage on that vehicle. The next thing you know, they've gone off, they've made a few phone calls, they've come back and they said, well, it's going to be £800, £2,000 Whatever So you're relying on something to be honest So I can understand to a certain degree Why some people If they do bump somebody's vehicle They do drive off nowadays
5: I I told this story a few months ago When I was parking in a car park in Birmingham And I totally misjudged a turning And I scraped a car And I got that knot in my stomach And I thought oh god And I drove and parked as far away from that vehicle As I possibly could Okay and I, and I thought, um, right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And I, I got out of my car, I walked to the lift, I got in the lift, I went up to the third floor, for that was where I was going. And as the lift door opened, I thought, oh, I can't, I can't do this. This is the wrong thing to do. So I went back down in the lift, I got out a pen and paper, I walked towards the car I had damaged, and as I got there, I saw the scrape, I thought, oh, hang on a second... Mm-hmm. Licky, licky finger, <laughs> wipey, wipey car,
17: <laughs> scrapey, scrapey, garden.
5: There, no, there was no damage done.
17: Good for you. Yeah, I went you, back. You did the right thing. Thank but, you, sir. But had you have left that note straight away, they could have come back and said, right, yeah. we, we, we've had it looked at and it's going to yeah. cost a £1,000. And that, of course, would have been wrong. That would have been fraud. So I think two sides to every story. But you, Ian, you did the right thing. And Paul did the wrong thing? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, he, 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 did the right, he did the right thing to own up to it. But yeah. I think it was the person who was on the receiving end they did the wrong thing they were coming up with a with He's, a claim which wasn't right
5: Justin's like that um, king from the bible where those two women are arguing over the baby and he yeah. says right what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut it in half <laughs> Wow! and then the real mum goes no 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 she can have the baby <laughs> and he goes right you're the real mum because you wanted to protect the baby Justin's like him oh. you're
17: like yeah. him Just. you're Thanks, like a biblical boss. character that's a great
9: compliment well, are you, you saying mean- that Justin's a bit like God? Saying
17: he's bigger than cheeses Mm. just can you get some voices on that please yep I'll take you to the streets and report back for uh, 10 to 7 boss hey do you recognise this song Uh, no I don't what is it this song never gets played on the radio and I think it's a corker go on oh Alison Moyet
5: yeah and Uh, would it be uh, Love Resurrection oh he's good
11: start down the centre of Hitchin. Thanks to April who's just given us a call to say there's a tree down on the one-way system to spy the Wayshow supermarket. Not causing any problems at the moment as you'd imagine as there's not much traffic I would assume but could do uh, if it's still there in situ as we head into the rush hour. So Hitchin one-way, tree down thanks to April for the call. Uh, Moving on to the motorways, looking all right actually. The M1 moving well on the sensors, certainly getting a little busy now down towards Junction 10 Luton M25's moving well on the cameras North Circular, slow down in London London on the westbound side, clockhouse to Bounds Green. And as for trains, no reported delays this morning. James Worley, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Across
6: beds, hearts and bugs.
3: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Brake equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. Lights were turned off across Britain last night as part of events to mark the 100th anniversary of British entry into the First World War with services across the three counties. And firefighters saved a woman and her dog from a house fire in Wellington, Garden City yesterday evening. Three Counties
3: Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-0 to Premier League Leicester in last night's friendly at Stadium MK. Arsenal striker Benneke-Phobi made his Dons debut after the 21-year-old joined on a season-long loan. And after selling teenager Brendan Galloway to Everton, Chairman Pete Winkleman says the same thing won't happen just yet to another promising youngster, Delhi Ali.
8: What it just shows me is just how powerful the lure of the Premier League is. You know, um, luckily with Delhi and, and Delhi's agent, they can see the value of playing in our first team and they know that it's much more important for his career development, to actually be playing in front of big crowds in the first team, having those
0: pressures. Watford have signed experienced Italian midfielder Gianni Monari on a season-long loan from Parma. The 31 year old has won promotion three times to Serie A. A young Stevenage side drew one all at St Albans last night. Meanwhile, manager Graham Westley says the council's decision to reverse their plans for match day car park charging at Fairlands Valley is common sense. Yeah, well,
16: thank God for common sense, because uh, for some people to have to to pay more to puff um, to pay for their season to get in the stadium um really isn't right. These are difficult times, people need looking after and football clubs like Ad need to the support their council.
0: Tiger Woods agent says he'll leave it as late as possible to decide whether or not he's fit enough to play in the USPGA the final major of the season which starts on Thursday. Woods has a back injury and in cricket's minor counties championship it's the final day in the latest round of matches at Longmast and Hertfordshire are 141 for 9 in their second innings. That's a lead over Cumberland of just 100. Buckinghamshire set Lincolnshire 252 to win the home side resumed this morning on 72 for 4 and Bedfordshire are facing defeat away to Staffordshire. The home side 44 for one with the target of just 76 to win bbc three counties news and sport the next full bulletin is at seven call
3: 08459 455 555 bbc
6: three counties radio
5: it's april in may morning april good morning what have you got for us um, I was just, I rang up originally to just report a, a tree down in Hitchin. Tree down in Hitchin, guys! Tree down in Hitchin, Scoins! Tree down in Hitchin! Yeah. Ellis. tree down in, down in Hitchin! Tree down in uh, Hitchin! Tree down the Elliot, tree down in Hitchin! Tree down in Hitchin, Elliot! I can't hear, but tree down in Hitchin. There we go. What the, t- tell us about the tree down in Hitchin, April. Well,
14: it's, on the one way, it's in the way
18: one. What? It's in the wrong way system. Have you, have you way been way having, you been having illegal
5: way. drugs to drive today?
18: No.
14: Good for
5: you, good, good.
14: But I actually, while I was having an afterthought after ringing up the traffic news, yes. I thought I'd mention that the Alison Moyet Goods that thing
5: you played before it was complete toilet. Now, OK, Alison way, Love Resurrection, great um, forgotten song from, I don't know, 89, something like that. The song before that was The Violent Femmes. Now, that was chosen by political um, uh, correspondent Paul Scoines. Paul, we're, we're receiving a complaint from April, yeah. who has, uh, has, has informed us of a tree down in Hitchin, that the song that you chose was guff. Quote, toilet. Toilet, unquote. Yeah, because don't try, don't choose the music. Yeah, she, she, with the great, we've got some youngsters with us. We've got some uh, some teenagers working with us today. Let's yeah. uh, let's 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 ask them, uh, Ellis. What did you think of the songs that Scoins chose?
10: Uh, I didn't actually dislike anything we've had so far today.
5: Oh so. look at her! Tra- look at her wanting to get more work here at BBC. It's only three months, <laughs> and she wants to extend that contract. <laughs> Speak your mind, woman.
10: No, it was it was just really it was all you know good. All right, let's. It's so let, bad. Yeah. You ended it early.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Let's. Uh, we've got a, a young gentleman uh, with us today. He's only fourteen years old. His name is uh, Elliot. Elliot. Yes. Elliot. What did you think of the song that Paul Scoyne's chose? Which one was the one he chose? Uh, is he paying any attention to What is he know, know, sure. it? Well, yeah. even doing it? That's
9: a really bad ploy on yeah, your first
5: yeah. day, right? Well, let's, let's ask him again. Let's yeah, hope he's yeah, learned his lesson. <laughs> Elliot, what did you think of the song that Scoines chose? I think it was fantastic. You right, might, no, OK. No, down, no, he's still not quite got it. I'm going to give him a third chance, April, uh, and let's see if he gets the right answer. Elliot, what did you think of the song that Scoines chose? I think it was Pull <laughs> the Toilet. There we go, you see. <sighs> Sorry,
9: mate. Violent Femmes are a brilliant band. Yeah, well, you
5: know. yeah, but it's, it, it they
9: probably are. But that track wasn't. Well, th- in fairness, uh, Alice, uh April, <clears throat> June, all of their other songs have got quite a lot of swears in them. So well,
5: you, you don't you don't just pick a song because it's it's the song that features the le- least swear words in a band's back catalogue.
9: Well, also that features uh, it's one of the few songs oh God, which has a quite dramatic xylophone solo. I in bet one of it's. Them. P-
14: the xylophone, that's the most bit of it. No, the xylophone.
9: The slash xylophone slash bit was, was the only decent bit, and th-
5: there must be more. Here we go, dear listener. There must be more rock songs with xylophones in. There must be. Them. Hmm. Um, hmm. No, the only
18: person I know that used it other than that would be Mike Oldfield.
5: Oh, he was well, carried away by a moonlight shadow, wasn't he? Patrick Moore. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Moore. The Beach Boys would have had would have done something like that and Pet Sounds. Oh wait, nine four double five five double five. Let's celebrate rocks xylophones. <laughs> uh, Alice, I mean April. Yes. Uh, what music would you like to have?
18: Uh, you can't play most of the music I like.
5: Why? That's a challenge. Oh yeah, go go on. Why? Mm,
14: Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah,
19: you, you could play Marilyn Manson. Three oh. 3
5: Dearie me, hang on a minute, and you've you've phoned in to criticize this poor boy? Wow. Good day uh, to you, good day to you, April. Good day. Good day to you.
9: I feel vindicated. Well, I
5: don't feel too vindicated. These guys know how to write a song. It's Jeff Lynn and the boys, the electric Like orchestra. And they're singing a song about a sweet talking woman. Mr. G of talking idiots. <laughs> search it. You're why are you giggling? Why <laughs> are you giggling? Because you're giggling and my friend is happy and it's making me happy. <laughs> That's just, I'm happy that you're happy, but I don't know why you're happy.
9: I won't be happy in a minute.
5: <laughs> Scott says, um, Death Club by my old band The Loose Salute had a xylophone. How does that make you feel as a person? Well, it doesn't make me feel anything because we're famous bands. Famous songs with xylophones in, please. I love a xylophone, right? And um, I love it when people are so good at the xylophone, they've got two sticks per hand, four sticks. Mm-hmm. I did not even know what a xylophone sounds like. But they... Like at school when you got chosen to play the Glockenspiel, mm. then you feel what, what does Glockenspiel mean in English? Wooden talk. Wooden talk?
9: Glocken. Well spiel means play. Well spiel means talk. No. Spielplatz, talk place. No. Spiel is play. Spiel does not mean talk. Means talk. No. Sprachen means talk. Okay, so sprachenspiel spiel, talk it, talk the talk, or walk the walk. What
5: does Glocken mean? Wooden? Wooden wouldn't talk. I Thank think- you. So, 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a
9: call.
5: <laughs> I've just been sent a tweet that I cannot read out. Cannot read it.
9: Shall I talk about China? Oh, God. That's Do you want f- local news in the national papers? That's always good, isn't it?
5: Let me, let me just... Hang on. Let me play something and I'll tell you what, what the, the right, tweet okay. is I can't read. Hang on a second. Hang on a second... If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
9: Probably shouldn't do that. (laughs) You shouldn't do that? That's crazy!
5: China, what what fun what fun story have the Chinese given us today, Scoins? Come on, what
9: what laughs are we going to get from China today? I suspect they'll be very very thin on the ground. Page three of today's Times, the uh, headline: oh. China sets sights on a mission to mine the moon. Uh, hey. They're going to mine helium. About time. Locked in dust particles, and yeah. they, uh, the, the Times here says that it could fuel the world for thousands of yeah. years. And well, the, the well, next. It will only. It will fuel the world in
5: helium. Mm. It's
9: not going to fuel the world. It will fuel balloons and um, uh, idiots. <laughs> no, there's new. There's new uh, technology that's going to mean that uh, helium uh, is a is a the, power source.
5: The thing, the thing. about the moon. Okay, and this is about time we we did this. The moon is so smug, isn't it? It's just so smug and arrogant. Of all the um, satellite stars, whatever it is. I'm going to call it a baby planet. Of all the baby planets, the moon is the smuggest of the lot. It just sits there, changing shape, changing size. Is there a man living in there? We just will we'll never know. That's a mystery. We'll never... Is it made out of cheese? Well, until someone lands there, we will never, ever whoa, whoa, know. Whoa,
9: whoa, whoa. Hang on. Until someone lands there?
5: Correct. We will never know whether the moon is inhabited or if anyone lives there or anything like that.
9: They mean the same thing. OK, you're not Elliot Gould. This is... It has happened.
5: All right, mate, calm down, calm down. We haven't even built a spaceship yet. What? Are you nuts? Uh, But the moon just sits there, looking, winking at us. It's it's like, it's almost flicking us the Vs every night. Yeah, I'm so far away. What are you going to do? Well, we're going to send China to come and mine your backside and take out all the helium so hopefully you implode, you smug
9: satellite. Are you saying that the moon is effectively arrogant? Yes,
5: I hate the moon! I hate the moon. the moon. Do you know when the moon got
9: cocky? What? When
5: DreamWorks used it as its logo with that little lad fishing from the moon. Mm. You watch. You watch. I hate the moon. It's about time we, we taught it a lesson. It's a shame it's not us. It's a shame it's the Chinese. I don't care. The, the Chinese can be a very, very inhumane race, as we've seen with their human rights policies. Let's hope uh, they go straight to the moon and, and do to the moon what they've done to democracy. Wow. 08459 four double five five double five.
11: Well, we've had reports of a tree down in the Hitchin one-way system. It's just near to the health centre on the Bedford Road. Thanks to April for the call earlier. No uh, delays being flagged up on the sensors at the moment, so no official word on that yet uh, from the authorities. As for the M25, anti-clockwise already building up at Junction 21, passing the M1. M1 itself heavy on the cameras, uh, down to 8, approaching the Hemel turn-off. And First Capital Connect just getting word of delays into London Bridge Station in the capital, all because of signalling problems. It's Hawley, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much. Right, it's 6.46, it's Tuesday the 5th of August, I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Break equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last week, uh, last Wednesday has died in hospital and Stevenage's Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to Stevenage's Lamech Stadium on match days.
3: Let's get the weather. Here's Kate.
20: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio.
20: Good morning. It's a beautiful start across all three counties, actually. We've got uh, clear blue skies and plenty of sunshine. It may feel a little bit cooler at the moment. Some places dropped down just about into single figures overnight last night. They're recovering now. The sun's up, but it was a cooler night, perhaps more comfortable. The sun will do its job today, obviously, and warm things up nicely again. And we're looking at a maximum later of around 25 Celsius. Now, as we head through the afternoon, it's possible we'll see the clouds start to increase, particularly towards the west of the region. And towards the west, we could start to see one or two showers, just isolated ones arrive, perhaps three parts of the Chilton most likely. Uh, the rest of us further east, you are likely to hang on to the sunshine, but these showers are going to continue to pop out through the first part of the evening and then through the middle part, early hours of tomorrow morning, more cloud arriving from the south and west and with it some potentially more heavy and persistent rain. Another warm night on the cards, I'm afraid. The temperature back up again at 16, 17 Celsius, so again quite uncomfortable for many people. But tomorrow morning wet, cloudy this is going to move out of the way though. It will gradually make its way eastwards. By the afternoon we'll get some brighter conditions and it should start to warm up. We do want the risk of still some isolated showers tomorrow afternoon but we should still see the temperature getting up to 23 Celsius. That's 73 degrees in Fahrenheit. And that's your forecast. Thank
5: you very much. Sent scoines on the hunt we've been lorraine has tipped us off that there is a song that may have a xylophone we're, we're gonna hunt it down guys don't worry
3: bbc three counties radio's big tour of beds hearts and bucks good wide age range of people it's up and coming it's up and coming there's lots of new developments going on all this week we're featuring amptill and flittig it's a small town
15: so you can come here and do all your shopping only friendly or it's got everything you want
3: inviting everyone to where you live. I would say it's it's a very
4: vibrant place. There's lots of facilities here.
3: It's just a lovely
15: place to live.
3: Everybody's friendly. If you've got a story everyone should hear about, let us tell them about it.
15: Hampton is a fantastic Georgian town. Flitwick is a good community,
20: small town, with everything you need there, from a supermarket to a swimming pool.
3: The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks, from BBC Three Counties Radio. If you hear a whisper,
5: give us a share. Don't forget, if you do hear a whisper, then please do give us a shout. What that means is, well, if you hear a little bit of goss. Not like libelous goss, not like the, the fella next door is a, a murderer or something. Well, m- well, actually, maybe if you do hear that, do let us know. Don't phone in and let us know on air. That would be inappropriate, but do get in touch. Anyway, basically, what, it, what it means is if you hear a whisper, give us a shout, and then that will be groovy. Now, we have been... Scoins? Oh, here we go. What's going on here? Hmm? Where's the song?
9: Uh, it, look, see? No, it's got four seconds Three seconds, two seconds, one second. Download complete. Right, oh, <clears clears> this <throat> yeah. is better have a xyl- we're trying to find songs with the xylophones
5: mm-hmm. in. We've checked it. it's it got no swears. It's haircut one hundred. They're not going to swear. We just have to check. It's haircut one hundred. They're not going to swear. They could. It's haircut one hundred.
9: They're not going to swear. You just don't know. You
5: It's, it's Nick. Nick. Yeah, Hay- sure.
9: Heywood. Heywood. Justin Haywood. Coffer.
5: Justin Koffer. Anyway, Haircut One Hundred are not going to swear. Do you know this song, Scoines? I don't know. It, no. Ellis, you won't know this one. You're, a, you're you're about fifteen these days, aren't you?
10: These days, yeah.
5: Yeah, these days. This is this is this. Okay, guys, this is what Haircut One Hundred are the 1980s equivalent of Coldplay. Wow. In, f, intelligent, oh, wow. thoughtful, oh. dour pop, oh. dour or dour.
10: I'm looking at the lyrics. <clears> There's a lot of A's going on. A and A A. a-, 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 a.
5: Yeah, exactly, they are Is that the, what it sounds like. They are the ni- uh, the 80s equivalent of uh Coldplay, intelligent, uh, thoughtful, uh, powerful rock um for uh, and uh, you've got the lyrics there, Alice. Why don't you try and sing it? Let's 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 so uh, I guess. You imagine what it will sound like and then we'll we'll hear it with that description in mind I've just given you.
10: Okay. Um I'm guessing it's quite slow in that case? <clears throat> okay. Quite meaningful? Yep. Um, probably a lot of closed eyes going on when they perform yeah live. yes so um I guess it would start with I I went off to the right
5: they would have used a tune they
10: might have done but I think because it's so meaningful they probably would have you know left okay. it to the core lyrics
5: Sh- should we try it yeah here we go <laughs> rubbish
17: that love hey just one. I, I oh, knew yes. you'd like that one come on I knew you'd like that one they were the cold play of the 80s oh do you know what I think that's that's not going far enough go on oh haircut 100 absolutely fantastic one of the groups of the 1980s Nick Haywood yeah one of my mates let's get him on the program shall we You're
5: with Nick Hayward, what? absolutely shut
17: up. Yes, no, I am seriously. Shut I'll tell you what, your mouth. Because somebody phoned me about five years ago and they said to me that the song which brings back the happiest memory is Fantastic Day by Haircut 100. Yeah, I was on the way to the hospital, um, I heard it on the radio. I was about to give birth to my first child. That's the song that reminds me of having my first I didn't child. know you had kids, no, not me, not me. Somebody who phoned my show. Oh, right, and sorry, we got Nick Hayward on the line at the same time, right? And we said to him, so, what would you say if Nick Hayward was here right now? i said, i Oh, Nick, that song, it means so much to me. Wow. Say hello to Nick Haywards. Oh, mate, yes. really? Yeah, great guy, really nice bloke. I- I'm going to treat myself,
5: uh, looking online, I'm going to treat myself to a little bit of the best of Nick Hayward. Yes.
17: What's he doing these days? Um, he's doing lots of gigs, believe it or not. Good I have to him. say, he looks better now yeah. than what he looked back in the 1980s. Yeah, he's yeah. In good nick. Yeah,
5: good good nick yeah. Hayward. Good
9: nick. <laughs> but, but, Lorraine, I'm afraid that doesn't count as um, uh, as xylophone, does it, Paul? No, we, we we think we've analysed that. We think it is a glockenspiel. It was a glockenspiel. Ooh. So you are out, Lorraine. Controversial.
5: Controversial. <laughs> uh, just <Yes>. bumping cars, <laughs> balls, yes. bumped... Um, Hang on, so let me get, let me try and rephrase this. Yeah. Ed Balls bumped his bumper on another car's bumper. Yes, he didn't tell no one. Mm. He got done. Yeah, he's going to today's going to be sentenced to six months. Is it Paul? You well,
9: said? he faces he fa- no he faces under the charge of uh, well, technically it's it's failing to stop for an accident. He faces uh, up to I think ten points. He's already got three. Um from previous offences, and uh, there is the maximum is a five thousand pound fine <laughs> and uh, six months <laughs> in prison. I'm just going through the facts, guys. Oh this is just fact.
5: You're like, yeah, I know. You're like a colleague that we work with who's also very dull.
9: <laughs> no, that's
17: also me. <laughs> ah, sorry, but, sorry, sorry mate. I'm so sorry. Yes, you've taken this one to the street, just. Yes, I have. I've been asking people if you bump somebody's vehicle, yeah, Would you own up? Here's what people had to say. Um, I think it depends who it is. <laughs> well, what if he's in a random car park and you didn't know that? person's car at all if you bumped into it would you own up if it were convenient to do so yeah, say they were around i think i would but say
13: it's a random car i probably wouldn't find the owner i wouldn't probably waste my time probably not.
8: Would you feel guilty a little a little yeah um depends i mean i would have a look at it and see if there's any actual physical damage to the vehicle and if there was yeah i'd do something about it
17: if there wasn't i wouldn't Yes, I would, of course. You say, of course. People I'm talking to saying,
1: no, nah, maybe not. Well, I think there should be a little bit more honesty in this Madam. world. Um, funny enough, somebody hit my wife's car in Tesco's car park in Bedford. They actually left a note and said, look, very sorry, blah, 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 blah. My wife got in contact with them. They want a lot of damage. But you know, that's being honest. Mm. I don't think there's... It doesn't cost anything, does
17: it? You should always be honest, then. Exactly. If you bump somebody's car ever so slightly in a car park or down the road, yeah. just be honest. Would you own up? No. <laughs> Tell me why you wouldn't own up. Well, well that depends how much damage was done, really. Depends how much damage was done
21: to the car. If there was nothing there. I wouldn't say anything.
17: Because a lot of people are saying to me, it's not worth the hassle these days.
22: No, exactly. Yeah. That's right, mate. So
17: it'd have to be a huge, huge dent for, for you mm. to to put a note on the vehicle. Otherwise, you wouldn't bother. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel guilty for, for not leaving a note?
5: Yeah, I feel guilty, but it's happened to me loads of times. Nudging a bumper, I don't know, there's no damage, no... Bu- Listen, mm. we've all to get into a tight space. Yeah. We've all pushed the car either in front or behind us a few inches, haven't
17: we? I think we have, but I think I've got something bigger here for you. Oh dear. Um, so somebody's turned up randomly in loose, and they're playing an instrument. Man, right. Can you just give us a, a quick blast of that instrument? Would you, would you be okay to do that for us? Can you give us a, a quick ten seconds? Can, can you play it for me? Ten, I would do it. Can you play your instrument? No, 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 I'll tell you what, Ian, come back to me in about ten minutes' time. Somebody has randomly turned up on the street next Ooh. to me and they started playing an instrument. You've got to love live music in Luton.
5: Thank you very much. Maybe we'll get them on BBC Introducing.
6: Travel news for beds,
11: cards, and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: For well, the anti-clockwise M25, really slow now. 21 to 20 towards Kings Langley, and then it slows. 17 down to 16, approaching the M4. c usual congestion there. A1 slow, moving into London to Mill Hill Circus. Had reports earlier of a tree down in Hitchin on the one-way system, just by the uh, health centre. And first Capital Connect trains disruption still down into London Bridge because of signalling problems earlier. James Woolley, BBC. Three counters ready.
5: Thank you very much, James. Excellent stuff as always. So you nudge someone's car, you bump into someone's car maybe even scrape it a little bit. Would you leave a note? Be honest, be honest. You'd be very, very tempted to do a runner,
3: wouldn't you? Of course you would. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 7 o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley The headlines, 3% of motorists admit drug driving Woman pulled from Milton Keynes Lake dies in hospital and council backs down in Stevenage football parking row BBC Three Counties Radio 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Brake equates to 1 million drivers across the country Gary Ray from Brake told this programme it should be taken as seriously as drink driving.
8: In terms of The impact um, that somebody with drugs behind the wheel can have, absolutely, so much so that the government itself, uh, and we commend them for this, we don't always say that, um, is introducing a new law in March, which essentially will have a zero tolerance uh, limit on illegal drug taking.
0: A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. The name of the woman in her 20s has not yet been released by police. The inquiry has been passed to the coroner. The incident prompted warnings from the council and the emergency services about swimming at the former quarry. Lights were turned off across Britain last night as part of events to mark the 100th anniversary of British entry into the First World War, with services held across the three counties. Earlier, David Cameron joined members of the royal family at a service of reconciliation in Belgium.
1: One hundred years ago, young men across this continent packed their kit bag, kissed their sweethearts goodbye and prepared to go to war. I think of the millions of mothers and fathers who would have stood on their front doorstep, waving their sons off, not knowing if they would ever see them again.
0: A three-day ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian group Hamas has come into force. The Israeli army says it will withdraw all its ground forces from Gaza, Egypt, which negotiated the truce, say they hope it will be followed by talks aimed at securing a permanent end to hostilities. Firefighters saved a woman and her dog from a house fire in Welling Garden City yesterday evening. Crews were called to Latimer Gardens just before 5.30. Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to Stevenage Stevenage's Lamex Stadium on match days. The council had originally planned to charge fans £5.20 to park at Fairlands Valley. More from Craig Lewis. Stevenage's chief
2: executive, Barry Weber, had reacted angrily to the plans, saying they showed a total disregard for the club's survival and financial struggle. The council had claimed the money from charges was needed to help it overcome financial issues, but it reversed its decision after pressure from supporters and the club. Further consultation will now take place with the club, residents and the Supporters Association.
0: In sport, Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-0 to Premier League Leicester in last night's friendly at Stadium MK. Arsenal striker Benica made his Dons debut after the 21-year-old joined on a season-long loan. The weather dry and sunny, just the chance of a shower this afternoon. A maximum temperature, 25 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash 3 counties
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Homely, friendly. Oh, it's got everything you want. It's all about where you live. It's just a lovely place to live. Everybody's friendly. And all this week, we're featuring Amptil and Flitwick.
20: Flitwick is a good community, small town, with everything you need there, from a supermarket to a swimming pool.
3: The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. If you
1: hear a whisper... Give us a shells. Yes, see, if
5: you if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. It's really taking off this catchphrase. Morning Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots of driving stories today too. One million drivers, possibly even more, could it be drug driving. Do we take it seriously enough? Ed Balls has bumped his bumper. That's better than bumping his bit anyway. He drove off without saying anything. He, he's going to a court. Could get points, could lose his licence. Well, have you driven off when you've hit another car? You've been tempted, haven't you? And don't forget, you can give us a call about anything you want this morning. Ways to get in touch are facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR or you can give me a call 08459 455 555.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459
5: 455 555.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: You can... Uh, some comments coming in on Facebook already. Facebook.com forward slash bbc 3 Are Most people saying, of course, that, uh, yes, you should uh, report it. You should leave a little note on... To- My, I've told you this story before. My wife had uh, a note on her car saying, hello, I've bumped into your car, someone's watching me, so I'm leaving this note, but I'm not leaving any contact details. <gasps> cheeky. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Uh, now, one million drivers across the UK have admitted to driving while on drugs in 2014. That's according to a, su- a study by Road Safety Charity. Break. The news comes before a new law is launched in March, which will make it easier for the police to prosecute drug drivers. With us now is Michaela Grove. Her 14-year-old niece, Lillian, was killed by a driver on drugs in 2010. Good morning, Michaela. Good morning. Michaela, what 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 happened to Lillian? What was what happened on that day?
14: Um, she was just
23: obviously going about business and had been out in her front garden and needed to cross the road um and as she did so uh, a car come up obviously at speed and hit her and unfortunately um she lost her life
5: I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that there must have been well i mean this is going to sound patronizing it must have had an incredible impact on the whole family
23: um yeah i mean to be honest with you you don't ever expect to be in that position in the first instance but the effects of um, the investigation afterwards and snippets of information that come out um, concerning the driver and, you know, the speeding and the uninsurance and then later on to find out that he'd actually been on cannabis was just, to put, you know, to be honest, with the icing on the cake, really.
5: So th- this, this was a complete and utter dodge pot then. Didn't have insurance, was going too fast and had been smoking cannabis as well.
23: Yes, that's right, yeah. And the car wasn't even his car. he borrowed it about 20 minutes beforehand.
5: Oh, dear. What a nice bloke. Mm. What sentence did he get?
23: Um, initially, obviously, he was sentenced to 14 months for causing death by careless driving, not dangerous driving, and then also having no insurance. And then they were put to run the concurrent, and because he pleaded guilty about two weeks before the sentencing, it was reduced to four months. Now, for four months' sentence, he serves eight weeks.
5: Flipping heck. I, I, you know, how did that make it, you
23: feel? Well, it just shows you, doesn't it, at the end of the day. It's the way the laws work sometimes in the UK, that there's no punishment. and um, Drivers haven't got any, anything there to actually stop them and make them think about what the possible consequences are, and that's one of the reasons why we decided that we couldn't allow that to continue and make sure that actually the law that's in place is fit for purpose.
5: So the law is, uh, is going to be changed, um, yeah. and it's, it's going to be, be tougher on drivers who use drugs. Do you think it goes far enough?
23: Um, it's a lot better than what it was. I mean, I'm sure probably, as you know, same with the drink drive law. That's been amended over the last 20 odd years that's been in place. And I think as, as time goes on and obviously the 21st century kicks in, it's going to be need to be amended. But at the moment, um, you know, the way the current law was working was police have to do a field impairment test if they suspect a driver of being under the influence of drugs and even then it's open to challenge so at least now we've we've a bit more stepped forward, we've come up into the same um, legislation as what a lot of other countries do and hopefully most of the drivers now will, you know, it's going to take a bit of time for them to actually realise it's going to be that enforced, but I mean there's an automatic um, you know, fine and a ban for even just being stopped and tested and being found guilty let alone cause someone's death
5: It, it is a cultural thing isn't it, because 30 years ago, 40 years ago, drink drive was kind of seen as oh, it's not that bad, you know, and and we I, I think we're now at the stage where most people realise that drink driving is actually is awful. I mean, there are still a few people who think it's okay, but it's awful. Do you think we'll we'll, we'll reach that point with drugs and driving?
23: I think we will. I think, to be honest with you, I think the drug um, issue has, has overtaken... I'm not saying that there's still not a high percentage of people that do drink drive, they do, but I think what's happened is we've changed some of the behaviour of um, drivers' culture because they know if they do risk it mm. and they stopped, they can lose their livelihood. Whereas I think because a lot of drivers, and especially youngsters, they, they don't realise... They, they know there's no law out there. They know they're not going to get stopped They're not going to get tested. So a lot of the time they get away with it. Mm. And these figures in the survey are actually quite low i mean 97 percent of these people that were asked anonymously have you taken drugs in the last year and driven probably a good percentage of them are lying because they don't have they haven't been tested have they Mm. they've just been asked as a random survey but the survey is an indication of where it's going so you know anything like this is good because it highlights the fact actually how important it is
5: Michaela, i really appreciate you sharing yours and lillian's story this morning thank you
23: okay thanks so much
5: thanks a lot there we go you got a few weeks? You got a few weeks for that? That's incredible, isn't it? That's just, there's, a, there's a slap in the face if ever there was one.
3: Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: So? Huh? What was the text? Oh, we've had a text from John, and uh, it says that, uh, that the first guest in the first hour who was saying that they're being. Um, uh, inappropriate is actually not going far enough. They're, they're downright what's the, well, he, I can't even use the word that John uses about drug drivers. He's very uh, very... What, le- I mean. what letters does it begin with? It gives with a T. It also ends in a T. Aye! Twit?
5: It's a bit more than that. Wowzers. Wowzers. Cover guys, let's keep the debate friendly, huh? huh? Let's have a look at the front pages of the newspapers. Well, the front pages of the news... Did you turn your lights off last night? I was asleep. Did you turn yours off, Scoines? Uh, Ellis, did you turn your lights off?
10: Yeah, I was asleep too, so I guess yeah. Wow. That's a
5: yes. Well, it was. It was. I guess yeah, innit?
10: No, I, I didn't light a candle, so it's kind of. I'd say turning off your lights, but no candle, was seventy-five to eighty percent of the of the commemoration. Well,
5: then imagine if the soldiers in World War One had given seventy-five to eighty <laughs> percent. Do you think we'd we'd be free now? Yeah.
9: <laughs> do you, I mean, do you, uh, do you? Uh, seventy-five to eighty percent? I didn't light a candle, but I was thinking about one.
10: I listened to a documentary on the radio about World
9: War One. So oh, it was about World War One, was it? It wasn't. It was about the <laughs> Eagles
5: or something. Okay, right. Well, that's. Well, that's. Yeah, that's about seventy-five, eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you think that's good enough, that's the problem with the youth today. Isn't it? they think seventy-five to eighty percent is good enough. Mm. <clears throat> uh, well. The Daily Telegraph By the way Have we got any figures Yeah speaking to the microphone That helps Have we got any figures (laughs) On And I I, I say this With the greatest of respect Okay Wait a minute Have we got any figures On how many house fires There were last night (laughs) I'm being serious It was was so I was listening to another Radio station last night As I do from time to time And uh, the presenter Said uh, well I'll be lighting a candle Tonight when I get home Well no uh, Hang on well, no, when I say, maybe, actually, um, perhaps don't light a candle at home, because we know that candles can be very, very dangerous. I th- Oh, for goodness sakes! Did anybody, were there any house fires last night? It would be, or, it would be irony of ironies, awful, 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 if anybody died in a blaze last night commemorating World War One, and I hope it didn't
9: happen. Uh, well, I, I've not seen anything this morning. Government cover-up, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I've got some stats on the number of... Give us, some, give us some you stats. Us, you want some stats. Don't yeah, go you? on. The stats aren't up to date. They go back to 2000, and, um, the
5: 2000. Why is he giving us stats from 2000? I mean, seriously. Front page of The Telegraph. As the lights go out, their memory burns. Actually, 10 people died. Um, their memory. He's still going on. Uh, burns right. Party leaders unite to allow the sales Scotland. Sales
9: of candles actually went up by 50%. Flip it. I mean, just. just, just Ellis, give him a wallop. Just hit him. Yeah, they used to mark uh, special occasions. Hit him. That's
10: interesting statistics. And no, it's not. Hit him.
5: Uh, I'll come in and hit him in a minute. Right where the sun don't shine. No, should, hang on. You should always put your candle in a proper holder. Oh, for goodness sake. Party leaders unite to allow Scotland to set its own tax, says the Daily Telegraph. The Scotland aren't going to go independent. Uh, let's, let's, let's put the money on the table now. They oh, won't.
9: Uh, yeesh, I don't know if we should be talking about that. Well,
5: Scotland? Always oh, because there is an election coming up, is there? Well, What's the election for? As long as you then immediately reverse your position. And I think Scotland side. will become independent. Thank you. I'm not exp- well, I am expressing an opinion as much as I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe it will. Has that covered us? That's pretty much covered us. As if, as if what I say is going to sway Scotland... Okay, Ah, the wee wee laddie says we're not going to go independent. Let's teach him a lesson. They won't forget. I
9: was hearing that the the, the debate in Scotland about whether or not to go independent was was kicked was kicked off by one Scottish author. Wrote a piece where he basically snagged off all of the uh, English sort of people who'd moved to Scotland. What? They diluted the country. I'll go and dilute his
5: face with my fist in a minute.
9: I used to live in Edinburgh. Happy times.
5: I oh, wait, 459 four, double five, five double five. It's BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel. Travel news
6: for beds, hearts and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Well the uh, motorways are getting very busy including the M25 anti-clockwise is slow, 21 down to 16 now, that's of course the M1 down to the M40 the M1 itself isn't too bad at all it's uh, certainly busy uh, but no delays, uh, significant delays on the southbound side passing Luton. Into Hitchin we have reports earlier of a tree that came down uh, on the Bedford Road in the one way system by the Health Centre and if you're heading on the A1 into London that's uh, as usual slow moving approaching Mill Hill Circus. The North Circular very busy in London, especially westbound between Staples Corner and Brentfield Road. First Capital Connect, back to a good service now through London Bridge. James Walley BBC Three Counters Radio. Thank
5: you, James. 7.16 or thereabouts, Tuesday the 5th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. 3% of UK motorists have omitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Break equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to the town's football stadium on match days.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: With football,
6: no day is just a day. December. It's a day where
2: memories are made. I think something has to, will, will have to be done and uh, I will have to look at uh, the situation very closely. December the 17th, 2013. In
18: sports news, Gianfranco Zola has resigned as manager of Watford. Betting has been suspended on who will become the new Watford manager as Italian Giuseppe Sonnino is backed
6: in at 6-1 to one on.
5: As far as I have seen, he's a, a manager with a lot of character who will make us work very, very hard. With three Sport will make every day memorable. The
17: 2014-2015 season starts on Saturday, August the 9th on BBC Three Candies Radio. If you hear a whisper,
5: uh, give us a shout. There you go, you see, if you hear one, then please do. 08459 double five five double five is the phone number to shout down. Now, yesterday morning, when uh, we had our little uh, production meeting, I was unable to attend it because I was um, um, going home to watch a DVD. I mean, I was going to work somewhere. I was looking after the kids. Whatever excuse it was I said for not being there is true. Stevenage football fans were facing charges of £5 to park on match days. Stevenage chief executive Barry Weber said it showed a total disregard for the club's survival and financial struggle. But as the programme started looking into it, the council abandoned its plan. Justin Dealey can tell us more. Justin, what happened?
17: This is quite extraordinary, Ian, because um, I actually went down to Stevenage yesterday to talk to fans about this. This was announced on Friday. Now, if you're a a fan going to just the league games for Stevenage, it's going to cost you, well, it was going to cost you almost £120 a season to park your vehicle. Now, when you think it only costs £279 for a season ticket, well, certainly some of them, that's a huge amount of money. So the fear was that, that Stevenage and their attendances were going to go down. We saw this U-turn yesterday, so when I arrived in Stevenage, I spoke to fans just before the decision was announced to, to do this U-turn. Here's what the fans had to say. I think
20: it's disgraceful. The, um... In fact, we just put it into Car Park now, and it's the first talking point. We're on an average day, 3,500 when we're in the Division 1. Mm. Um, so, yes, I, th- I think it's dramatically going to reduce it. And it, it's just going to cause havoc. Mm. I don't think the council are looking at supporting a local business. Steenage Borough bring a lot of money into this, this town. They do buy the waste supporters that come in, and the revenue that they make... Full stop. You know, I, th- I think it's yeah, it's very bad.
24: Uh, well, if they if they got a shortfall, they should make all the car parks in steamage five pound twenty. They know they wouldn't get away with it, so they've just picked on one company, which is wrong. It's indiscriminate.
17: Dina, again, in this car park, looking at that sign, I think in in disbelief, aren't you?
14: Yes, I am, rather, because I thought that the council were happy to have the club flourishing and now they're doing something that's going to prevent it flourishing. I think it's very unfair.
5: So that was yesterday, when Mm. people thought we were being told that the car park was going to charge more. Uh, What's what's the latest? What happened?
17: Well, it was going to be £5.20 to park on a match day. Well, uh, about two hours after I got back yesterday, we'd actually spoken to the council, put calls in uh, we said we wanted them to, to join us on the programme this morning, suddenly then we saw a U-turn, the uh, borough council there, um, they now say that they've given further consideration to the views by the supporters and they've decided not to implement the match day car parking charges at Fairlands Valley Showground this season but this is not the end though Ian because uh, over the next few months they say they will carry out further consultation with the supporters or so Association, the club and other people as well involved in this process. So at some point in the future, we could see these charges implemented outside the club. £5.20 on a match day, that's a lot of money. The signs are already up as well, warning people about this £90 fine. I presume now those signs will be ripped down. But, but certainly for the time being, it's great news for the club and their supporters. But uh, this charge could come back at some point in the near future. Justin, great stuff. We'll speak in about 15 minutes. Play Guess the Instrument. Absolutely.
5: I love Thank you very much indeed. Well, uh, I'm joined now by Three Counties Radio summariser and Stevenage fan, Dean Thompson. Morning, Dean. Morning, again. Uh, They've gone back on this decision for the moment. Just explain to me what the impact would be if the £5.20 parking charge did go ahead. Well,
13: I I don't think any Stevenage fan has any issue was paying in principle, but it was just the unfair amount of money that it was. I mean, Justin was dead right in what he just said there, but if you look at a season ticket price for a 16 to 19 year old, that's £119 and it actually would have cost more to park than watch the football. So, I don't think any Stevens fan has, a, has an issue paying the same prices that, that are in, in in the rest of the town, in the town centre car parks, you know, £1 50 to 2 £2 for, for three hours parking, but it was just an unfair tax on, on football fans, really, and it's it's almost worrying that, that the council put so little thought and so little consideration into this. Well, why and, and do you
5: think, Dean, that they they, they did choose to to, to um, put this price for the the car park there? Well, I do think they've got a bit of beef with the with the football club. Oh. To be perfectly honest, what's their I'm, beef?
13: Well, I don't, I don't really know. They don't. The, the, the ground is owned by the council, and 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 of course, so the, the, the club has to pay a. A, a, a rent to them. And I'm, I'm not sure if the, I think the council wanted to put that price up and you know the, the revenues that come into the club, the club sort of negotiated to say, well actually we can't do that because the, the fans aren't coming in, we need your help to, to bolster the fans and to be, to be perfectly honest, since Barry Webb arrived at the club in the middle of last season, he's done a brilliant job in, in, in attracting new fans, young fans and as you walk around Stevenage now, you don't see quite so many Arsenal and Spurs shirts, you see quite a lot of youngsters in, in their Steven's shirts and you know, Barry's put on a shuttle bus to pick people up from around the, the villages and, and round from Ware and Hartford and, and shuttle them into Stevenage. And, you know, there's all sorts of things that the club are doing to increase the fan base. And, and, and he's doing a very good job about it. I mean, season ticket prices there, as I say, it's, it, that's cost you £5.17 to watch a game of football if you're 16 to 19. And that's just a brilliant initiative from them.
5: The council's statement says that there will be further consultation. It, this, this is gone for now, but not indefinitely. Are fans yeah. worried about the future? Well, I think the council
13: have made themselves look a little bit silly, and this it, it, it's a bit of monumental backpedalling, isn't it, from them? So... I suppose the fans will be ready for it. I say uh, the football club and the council will be talking again. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, if you're a Spanish Borough Council resident, you've got to be worrying that somebody's paid for all this thought to go into place. Someone's paid for the sign to go up. Someone's paid, been paid to dig the hole. Mm. <laughs> and they're, they're all, it just doesn't seem very well thought out. So, hopefully, the, the, the council will go back to their drawing board and, and put in a, a reasonable charge of a couple of quid if that's what they need to do. And if not... Give, give the car park to 23 charities over the course of a season. Let a bloke stand on the gate with a bucket. And the football fans, I'm sure, would love to give to the local scout group, the local Brownie pack, and, and that kind of thing. So, and a bit of good PR. I mean, I've never seen Stephen's fans I mean, so incensed <laughs> in all my time of, of following them over this. And, unfortunately, Sharon Taylor seemed to be away on her holidays on, on Friday and Saturday, and she was getting a lot of uh, a lot of messages on, on Twitter. Some Some... <laughs> Some fairly abusive, uh, and everybody was getting the same, res- you know, same response. It was a, a, a just a statement replying to people, and it just made them look a mm. little bit silly, in my opinion. And I think the football club have come out of this looking looking the better party.
5: Dean, listen, I appreciate your time this morning. Dean Thompson, uh, Three Counties Radio summariser and Stevenage fan. Your thoughts, please. Oh eight four five nine four double five On FM, AM, online and
6: digital radio.
3: This is Ian Lee.
6: On BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: We've got an official jingle. Oh, have we? Yeah.
5: Oh, go on, let's have it. Hang on. Let's be having you. Uh, Where should I put it? Uh, (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Don't. Give give it to me. Okay. Uh, We'll put it at the bottom of the running order. Very bottom, mate. Okay. Okay, this is exciting. An official jingle, you say, as opposed to all the uh, unofficial bootleg ones that the we've been.
9: One, right, right at the bottom, there it is. Uh,
5: boom, boom, shaka laka laka laka. Let's put
3: that here. Oh, if you hear a whisper, oh, give us a shout. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: It's the lady and the man. The lady, of course, or the man who says beds, hards, and bucks. Hards. They say hards. Beds, hards, and bucks. Have you noticed that? On the jingles, Where, let me no, find. But
9: now on. I'm only going
5: to hear that. Here we go. I think it's this one. Hang on. On FM, AM,
6: online, and digital radio.
3: This is Ian Lee. No,
6: on BBC no, Three no, Counties no. Radio.
3: Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This,
6: this
5: is, is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three. Ca- hang on. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. No, she says hearts, so it's Heart. the
5: man. It's the man then.
3: This is Ian Lee. No.
5: You can't just... This one, this one.
3: Across beds, hearts... And-
5: That's the uh, woman. That'd hang on. A, mm. Here we go. This is it, this is it. Email.
3: 3 crbbccouk
6: BBC Three, Three Counties go. Radio. No, this no. one.
3: Call 08...
5: 08- no. Oh, flipping out. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang Maybe hang he on. doesn't. No, he does. He says beds, hearts and bucks. Hang on a minute. Let me find it. I'll be here. He does. It annoys me. He says, beds, hearts and
9: bucks. It's not like the ELO were getting... They were also saying ing as well, weren't they?
5: All right, mate, no need for that. Here we go, this is it.
9: Across beds, hearts
6: and bugs. No, no,
3: not this. This is Yasmin Khan. Uh,
6: BBC...
9: That's not...
5: That's he me. does say it in one... Right, well, well let's okay, not... Well, it's well, that thing when you're trying to catch a ghost. If, you, if you're looking for the ghost, you can't catch it. When you're not looking for the ghost, then it'll appear behind you. So, it, it, beds, hearts and bucks will appear behind us. Like a <laughs> Next ghost. Next time
9: we hear it, we'll go, oh!
5: Yeah, like that, like we've been goosed. Like we've been goosed. Can't goose anyone these days. Can't goose anyone. Goosing was, was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Girls and guys? Is that wedging? No, goosing is where you just... Where someone walks in front of you and you touch their bum and they go, Oh!
9: Uh well, what well, well, you mean basically a sort of an assault uh, no,
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah now listen, you call it an assault, I call it a little bit of harmless fun, and I think some of my um the former radio colleagues would uh, would would think that it's a little goosing goosing that's not you no know, appropriate. do you never do that thing though when uh, um some Michael Barrymore would do this all the time right this is classic bands right classic physical dance, right someone walks behind you and you go, oh. Like that, and you pretend that they've goosed ah. you, so it makes
9: them look like a deviant. OK, yeah, no, that's
5: funny. That's funny, but you you would never goose someone. I'd never goose Supposing anyone. Supposing I goosed you. I'd
9: probably launch an why, internet. Why inquiry. is it called
5: goosing? A, a goose Geese notorious uh, sex offenders? I think it's... Is it not from Top Gun, A goose thing? No, because goosing has been around since the 70s. Oh, wait, four, five nine four double five
9: five double S- five. the history of goosing. According to the internet, um... It says to to poke someone in the bottom. Yeah,
5: I know what, I know what, it, I know what it is. give someone a boost.
9: So you can... The government's desi- oh, desire flipping to it. Goose- How have
5: you made something so funny and, and humorous so lifeless and flaccid? Yeah? Hmm. Alice, if I goose you, would you mind...
9: I could pretending she's on the phone. She's on the phone. She's pretending she's on the phone. Don't she- take no answer as, as acceptance.
5: I'm going to... Well... Uh, Oh, look at that. Look, she's, she's only been here two days and she's already bossing around the work experience. Hmm. Work experience. Yeah. If I goosed you, would you, in would you own own cry own foul? Or you want me uh, I'd probably have to learn the, the authorities. The oh, is flipping way. it. This is, the prob- this is the attitude of the young people at the BBC these days. This is why there are so many problems. It's not because of the people doing the doing the goosing. It's because of the uh, the youngsters not getting those classic bants. <laughs> yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. Well... I just did, mate. I just did. Sue me. But don't sue my backside, please, because apparently that's inappropriate these days. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Starting in Hitchin and we had reports earlier of a tree down in the one-way system. It's on the Bedford Road just by the Health Centre. One lane's blocks in Hitchin because of the uh, tree. A602 starting to get busy on the eastbound side. He's heading from Stevenish down to Watton Stone, It's because of those temporary traffic lights that are in for the electricity works for the next couple of days. And on the motorways, M25 anti-clockwise is slow down towards Junction 16 all the way from 21 uh, in uh, on and off really from the M1 down to the M40. And clock Clockwise is looking okay. Trains just getting word of delays with uh, signalling problems, so level crossing problems actually, between Chesant and Broxbourne. Greater Anglia say there are possible delays into Liverpool Street from Hartford East and Bishop Staufford and as well as Chesant. And there are possible delays as a result also on the Stansted Express. First Capital Connects back to a good service now into London Bridge. James Wally, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
3: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Brake equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. Lights were turned off across Britain last night as part of events to mark the 100th anniversary of British entry into the First World War, with services across the three counties. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking Fees close to the town's football stadium on match days.
3: Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-0 to Premier League Leicester in last night's friendly at Stadium MK. Arsenal striker Benica Fobi made his Dons debut after the 21-year-old joined on a season-long loan. And after selling teenager Brendan Galloway to Everton, Chairman Pete Winkleman says the same thing won't happen just yet to another promising youngster, Delhi Ali. What it just
8: shows me is just how powerful the lure of the Premier League is. You know, um, luckily with Delhi and, and Delhi's agent, they can see the value of playing in our first team and they know that it's much more important for his career development to actually be playing in front of big crowds in the first team having those pressures
0: Watford have signed experienced Italian midfielder Gianni Munari on a season-long loan from Parma. The 31-year-old has won promotion three times to Serie A. A young Stevenage side drew one all at St Albans last night and Luton won the Beds Premier Cup with a 3-1 victory at Biggleswade. Meanwhile, Hatter's manager John Still has confirmed his main summer transfer business is complete. Still says he will bring in one more youngster ahead of the new season.
16: We we probably will be bringing another young, young one in, uh, when I say young one. Um, one from a low level but in in terms of what's going to be Uh, playing in in the first team uh, we're all
0: done. Elsewhere Manchester United beat Liverpool 3-1 in the final of a pre-season competition in Miami with Wayne Rooney among the scorers. And in Cricket's Minor Counties Championship it's the final day in the latest round of matches. Longmast and Hertfordshire are 141 for 9 in their second innings. That's a lead over Cumberland of just 100. Buckinghamshire set Lincolnshire 252 to win. The home side resumed this morning on 72 for 4 and Bedfordshire are facing defeat away to Staff the home side are 44 for 1, with a target of just 76 to win. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at 8. Call
3: 08459
6: 455 555. BBC Three Counties
19: Radio. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
5: Well, there you go. Respect. If you... Sorry? If, what, huh? if you hear a whisper give us a shout, that's the catchphrase, and I believe someone has heard a whisper and will be giving us a shout in the next few minutes or so, which is very exciting, isn't it, Justin?
17: Yeah, very, very really exciting. Is the catchphrase is taking off, boss.
5: It really is, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, it's uh, becoming something very special and very personal to this show.
17: Mm, absolutely. And you were, you were against it to start with. I was, but you know what? In actual fact, that's why I'm here right now because um, I've actually heard a whisper this morning. Oh, are I you going to give, give us a, a show? shout? Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. What have you heard? Well, um, today, at about, what, ten to seven, I I was doing a feature on Ed Balls and uh, w- with even a bumped vehicle and suddenly, out of nowhere, yeah. a lady stands next to me Ooh. and starts playing an instrument. Oh. I believe that she's Chinese. She cannot speak a word of English. Yeah, well, and, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And she just started playing this instrument. So, I thought today we will play Guess the Instrument. Oh, beautiful. Does that sound good? That sounds great. And is, you know, I
5: be- is it right, Justin, we're giving away a £1,000 <laughs> and a car this morning? Absolutely. Beautiful. It,
17: This is what this sound sounded like.
5: Chinese Jerusalem. Have hey, a, a listen to the beginning again. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's Chinese Jerusalem there. That's very clever. Let me just get this over here. Hang on a sec. Here we go. go. Right, OK. bizarre.
7: feet in ancient times, times,
17: bad that it's, it's, a pound, it's pound pipes is it It's for oh my goodness man, you're not going to believe this but uh, she's seen me again oh bloody! she started a... walking over again what is going on with I this Chinese know, you don't... get new she, she... she cannot speak a word of English and uh, we have taken a photograph of the instrument but uh, she said no no no, no. She, she put a hand over her face she is very very mysterious she's just simply walking around Luton this morning oh, randomly look. playing an instrument I can see the instrument yeah that... what is that that is absolutely amazing. It, it's incredible. It's one of the most bizarre things. Right. Oh, here she goes again. I think she's about to start. Go, to let's get, get it live. live. The streets. Let's see if we can get this live. She's just literally hanging around me, playing this instrument. Is she going to give it another blow? Here we go. No, no. Hand Are over the face again. R- Hand over the face again. This is Despite incredible. it
5: being a microphone. Okay, yes. which well, doesn't want me to bother. That's fine. But let me describe the instrument. Obviously, Ooh. it's a wind instrument. There's a little mouthpiece at the top, and then it goes into what looks like. Oh, beautiful! Mm. It looks like a kind of um, like a bowl. Yeah. Sort of like a, a someone's a half-finished glass blowings thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's got three little, three or f- three little things coming off the bottom. Where air comes out, it yeah.
17: looks like they're... Are they pulleys or something? <laughs> it's got a... And it's then almost, there are holes as well, so you can finger it. <laughs> It's almost got like 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 um like some sort of pulley that you'd switch a light on with at the moment Yeah, it's like, ba- like yeah. a bathroom light, isn't it? It's like it? a bathroom light. It's like a bathroom. <laughs> She's playing a Chinese bathroom light in Luton. Please, somebody, can, can, can somebody... Fa- Here she goes again. This is so strange. A lady following me about Luton this morning. She can't speak a word of English and she wants to... This to is wonderful. her instrument to me. What is this instrument? Please, can somebody phone up?
5: Justin, thank you very much. Can we get that picture on the Facebook page, guys? Um, I would suggest turning it so it's the right angle. <laughs> we, and I know we have a huge. Uh, the, the latest Radar figures uh, show that our listenership has dropped. We've actually gone up in numbers of our Chinese uh, listeners. Huge Chinese audience to this show, uh, and I'm guessing it's because we do stories like that. 08459 four double five five double five. But what was the instrument? Hey, if you've heard a whisper, give us a shout. That's what Joyce did. Morning, Joyce. Morning. Joyce, what have you heard? I'm
15: going to Tai Chi tomorrow, so I'll be thinking of you. Oh. <laughs> when oh. the music's on. Do you,
5: do you think of me when you do your exercises? <laughs> That's romantic.
15: <laughs> oh, it is for balance. That's right. Do okay.
5: you, sh- tai Chi is like the slow one, isn't it?
15: Yes, it is. I, what, I, don't,
5: I don't get the point of Tai Chi.
15: Well, I was offered it uh, because of my eye condition. What? Because my balance of the eyes... Yes, uh, put my balance out. Oh. So, consequently, I was seeing one thing with one eye a little bit higher than the other one. And the thing being, it affects your balance oh. when you're walking. Not- uh, so, they reckoned, they said, would you like to join? Yeah, please. Oh, is
5: it, is it free? I'll have it. Thank you.
15: <laughs> anyway, I'll Could, let you, know, not, could you not wear an eye patch? Well, I've got at the minute a clear plastic prism over one eye. So as it tries to blend the level of the vision to get it the same level. Does it work? No, well, it's it's difficult. Have you tried Google Glass? <laughs> no, I haven't. Here's the thing you don't see. Two <laughs> things you
5: don't see anymore, right? You don't see people genuinely wearing eye patches because right. they have an eye problem. Right. Uh, and you don't see people with cotton wool in their ears no. anymore. <laughs> you used to see that all the time. Yes, what I, you, I. Just, I mean, OK, three <laughs> things. The eye patch, yep. the cotton wool in the ear, right. and the gentleman who's cut himself shaving and has covered his face with toilet paper.
15: Um, see, I could remember that, clearly. Yeah, no, yep. yeah you don't yep. see
5: those things anymore. <laughs> what is wrong with this world? No, you don't. Anyway, you've heard a whisper. Give us a shout. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh.
15: Yeah, sorry. Yes. Do you remember we were on about transport before, like when Dialeride and the interim service from the council oh. came into force? In
5: Luton, yes, yes. Yes, that's
15: right. Well, um... Uh, you're aware that we're having to pay to go into shop mobility, into Luton and things like that. Right. And the council bus is, which is only on interim, we never know where we quite are with them, to go to the doctors and the sh- food shopping. Yeah. Anyway, um, because of the money and this, that and the other. Well, I don't know, people who get the free Sunday paper um, this last week, yes. there's a big piece in the news letters here and it says here 500k travel center they're going to spend 500k on the travel center which the, the government the government has allocated x amount to Luton for transport why couldn't our council do a, so much percentage to wow. the disability and mobility people or rely on that um i've got in touch with Mr. hopkins but he's well, well, I shouldn't say it's away. Uh, it's PA and all that's there. But nevertheless, 500k on a new traveller centre for this new busway. Pounds. And they're penalising the people who can ill afford. I- I'm not pleading money. I'm just principal, you know?
5: Yes. Well, Joyce, listen, you've given us a whisper. No, you heard a whisper. Yeah. You've given us a shout. Yeah. We're going to translate that shout into a fact find. Right. And we're going to come
15: back with Ev. Yes, you'll find out, because it's in the Sunday paper here. OK. And so technically, technically,
5: technically, you've not heard a whisper. What you've done is, you've read a story. Yeah. I don't know if that... Paul, I don't know what the rules are. Do we, do, do, do she's read a story, not heard a whisper. She's, yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, this, Are we taking the whisper line literally, or, or is it just, you know... It, it's well, this is <laughs> factual, because <laughs> it's
15: in
9: the paper. Oh. Technically, she's whispered it. We've heard the whisper. So we're going to give it a shout.
15: Yeah. Oh, well ah, done, well done.
5: We Joyce, thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Halusi. Halusi. Hallousie? Hallousie. Is that
9: what you think the instrument's
5: called? That's what someone, uh, April has sent me a picture of, Hallousie. Is that what you think it is? Well, that's what it is. Oh. It's pretty awesome. Hallousie. You put it on the Facebook. Page. Some of those foreign instruments are nuts, aren't they? <laughs> the Chinese, I think it's the, and maybe it's the Japanese. Actually, they have this weird stringed instrument where you, you, you bang it with little sticks, and it makes a god awful racket. I mean, it's awful, awful noise. How anyone could think that was music? <laughs> and I know it's, you know, I know world music is a big thing, uh, and uh, I like a bit of sitar as much as the next guy, but some of that Indian music really is lousy. I mean, it really is lousy imagine if uh, well just it's just it's just, just a, a noise some of it's great but some of it enough go on does not it really i mean best of luck to them but seriously guys
9: some of their songs are almost as long as the uh, the bbc introducing bands some songs are just a bit too long though I mean I was looking the other day uh, it was the anniversary of uh, the one of the pilots of the Noda Gay had died, the final it wasn't
5: the pilot, it was the The navigator navigator. why do you keep saying it was the pilot? it was the navigator, it wasn't a pilot, he was navigating at no point as they were flying towards Hiroshima and then flying back, did he take control of the, the aircraft he was not a pilot you did this last week and you are doing it this week he was not a pilot he was a navigator paul we are the bbc because of the unique way we are funded we deal in fact he was a navigator
9: part of the flight crew who uh, was on the enoda Gay. passed away and um, i was looking for songs about nuclear war because i thought that would be fun maybe we could play one all of them were about 10 minutes like a Bob Dylan song that was 10 minutes. Imagine that for a second. A yeah, Bob Dylan song, 10 minutes long.
5: Bob, All of Bob Dylan's songs are too long. Do you know oh. why? Because he's a lousy singer-songwriter. Oh. All of his songs are complete and utter guff unless another band gets them and makes them good. Mm. Like, I don't know, someone as talented as the Manfred Mans or indeed The Birds. The Birds. Every every Bob Dylan and I've tried with Bob Dylan, I've I've looked this away, I've looked that away, I've gone early Bob Dylan, I've gone late Bob Dylan, I've gone Christian Bob Dylan, I've gone mid seventies Bob Dylan, I've gone late sixties Bob Dylan. And all of it is without a shadow of a doubt, complete and utter guff. The only person in music popular musical history who is worse than Bob Dylan is is let's 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 see if Alice can guess this. Who is worse than Bob Dylan, Alice? Worse than Bob
10: Dylan? Yeah. And there's only one person yep. that's worse than Bob Dylan. Yep. Oh, man. Marilyn
5: Manson. Oh, for goodness sakes. No, Marilyn Manson is, is actually uh, done a couple of good songs. I'll give you a clue. He's a left-handed gentleman that thought, before he died of drugs, who thought that it was appropriate to do a wee-wee on his guitar on stage and then set fire to it.
9: Oh, Hendrix.
5: Yeah, Hendrix. Fuck's there. leader. Just play a song on your guitar, mate. Stop, sh- stop playing it with your teeth and then kneeling on it. And then we you know we know you're pretending it's your willy. We know I know I know what you're doing. You're making it phallic. That's what he's doing. Just play us a song, mate. You can do a little guitar solo, but why don't you do
9: a guitar solo that I can understand? All on. Along the Watchtower is quite a good song
5: No it's not That's a Bob Dylan song Done by Jimi Hendrix You've just got the two worst people In musical history together With the worst song ever What is your beef, Scoyns? No, that's a good song It's got a good lick It
1: is
5: a good song See. Right, work experience Right, work experience can't hear me But he's fired Yeah Right? <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, so he can't hear me He's fired yeah, right. Scoins. you are This is this, You producing this show It's still a trial period Right, I can still go. Actually, do you know what? No, I don't want Scroynes producing this. I'll have um, who's the the good-looking Irish fella that does JVS? Uh, Barney, Barney, Barney Cudd What's his name? Oh, talks like that. Barry. Yeah, but I could ask Barry to do it. I could ask. Well, uh, Justin. I mean, let's not be too crazy. I can even ask Wasserface to come back if I wanted to. Get Boyle back if I had to. So just watch it. Right. Now, all along the watchtower, what do you think about it? It's overrated. Thank you very much indeed. (laughs) Travel news for beds,
11: cards, and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: The anti-clockwise M25, uh, very heavy and slow in places from 18 down to 16. Chorleywood down to the M40. Clockwise is OK for all I can see on the sensors and cameras. The M1's moving quite well this morning. No delays being flagged up. And uh, as for the A1M, though, that's slow at passing Stephenage. Usual congestion down towards Junction 7. A602, slow moving eastbound towards Watlott Stone from Stevenage. There are roadworks, electricity works, should I say, at Mill Lane. Those works continue until tomorrow and potential delays in the centre of Hitchin we had reports earlier of a tree that's down near to the health centre on the Bedford Road in Hitchin one way system and as for trains unfortunately delays on greater anglia services from uh, Broxbourne to Cheshunt, and therefore obviously into Liverpool Street from Hartford and Bishop Stortford, it's because of a uh, problem with a level crossing uh, between Cheshunt and Broxbourne which is also affecting the Stansted Express. James Worley BBC Three Counters Radio.
5: James thank you very much. <laughs> headlines this morning on BBC Three Counties Radio 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by Road Charity Break equates to 1 million drivers across the country A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to the town's football stadium on match days. Let's get the weather
3: Hearts and Bucks weather.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Kate, are you there? Kate? Kate? Dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, it's looking like Boyle might be back! Wait, this guy, I'm joking. Morning, Kate. What have you got for us,
20: please? Good morning. It's not a bad start to the day. We've got blue sky and sunshine at the moment, but we will see an increased amount of cloud through the middle part of the morning and into the afternoon. And with that cloud comes an intre- increased chance of an isolated shower, particularly through parts, perhaps, of Buckinghamshire first. And they should just skirt the way uh, eastwards through the course of the evening. Still going to be warm, though. We're looking at a maximum temperature of around 25 Celsius. Overnight, the cloud continues to increase, and with its some heavy more prolonged spells of rain likely through the early hours of tomorrow morning quite a muggy night, 16, 17 Celsius the minimum, a wet and cloudy start to Wednesday but that rain will move eastwards, we should get some brighter and warmer spells through the afternoon of course we have an increased chance for a shower tomorrow afternoon but it's still going to be warm 23 Celsius, 73 degrees in Fahrenheit and that's your forecast.
5: Thank you very much. <laughs> email from Pitcher Phil on the subject of goosing Ian a lady goose me in the supermarket she was driving her mobility scooter in the frozen food section sexy I had to go and have a coffee and a good sit-down. Every
3: weekday morning from nine, Jonathan Vernon-Smith.
12: Lots to discuss. Do you agree with her? Do you think she speaks a lot of sense?
3: With the biggest questions.
12: Should Muslim women be allowed to wear the veil in court? And is it fair to only give people this kind of benefit for three months? And the biggest opinions. I'd like to
13: hear from you. I feel strongly because... Children should be taught in a structured way. You know, there's nothing better in life than real-life
19: experience. Don't be Excuse me, I'm talking, sorry. There's... Two words here, common
15: sense. One of my pet hate. I feel really strongly about it. We're talking about that, I agree with you. The JVS
3: Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Respect. Now, you may
5: remember yesterday we were talking about roads in Luton. (laughs) which have been resurfaced so badly that residents say they're in a worse state than when the work started. We had the pictures up on the Facebook page, you possibly had a look at them. Contractors were in such a rush to complete the work on Gardenia Avenue and Norton Road on Friday morning, they tarmacked around a car rather than towing it away. Well, our reporter Justin Dealey spoke to uh, Giovanni Vitali, who is a resident of Gardenia Avenue. I'd just like to ask them why they've done it. Um, there was there was nothing wrong with the
6: road. Uh, I've seen other roads around around uh, Luton that have got the same signs up saying the same work is going on and those roads are perfectly fine as well so i just i i i'm just baffled as to why they'd want to spend the money on on roads that were fine when there are other roads that are in in very poor condition that um that could do with the work
17: i'm sure that you're being told like us that that every council lucerne borough council saying the same to us that we haven't got that much money we're having to to save money and you just think this is a, a complete and that's a waste of money clearly very much so, and and the, um, the the work crew that were doing the work uh, on on Friday
6: were, um, were were quite open and honest around uh, around the work they were doing, and they said that they were they weren't given very much time, and they weren't and the um, the the quality of the of the materials that they were provided weren't weren't uh, fit for the fit for the job. And they and told you that, th- yes, they, they they told us that they were um, they were they were quite open and honest um, talking about the work they were doing. Um, and um, you, you just have to ask, w- why are you doing it in the first place
5: then? Well, Dave Taylor is the councillor in charge of transport at Luton Borough Council. Morning, Dave. Why was the work being done?
24: Good morning, Ian. Uh, nice to speak to you again. Um, yeah, what we're doing is is uh, the retexturing the roads. Um, we've got a highway expectors going around, and I know there are roads that need to be completely rebuilt... But these are roads in residential areas um, that will last another eight to ten years without any uh, a- 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 any serious damage done to them. Um, it's, a- it's a new system. It's used by a number of local authorities, and it prevents cracks, um, and it's skid-resistant.
5: It's a good idea, because we're always hearing things about how roads are, you know, in a terrible state, but d- d- this gentleman <clears> was told that the tarmac was of a particularly low quality, that, that maybe some corners were being cut.
24: Well... Uh- I mean, it's a contract that's doing it. I mean, Volker Highways is is our contractor, and uh, they they may sub the work out. But um, we specify um, the quality, uh, we don't provide the materials, and, and we ask our contractor how long would it take to do a road like Gardenia Avenue. Um, and that's the time allocated to them. So, I mean, there are one or two issues that have been raised there which I will take up with yeah. the contractor. So
5: do you think that maybe they, they, they've told you that they're going to do something of a certain quality, but that perhaps there, there is a chance they might have used a, a, a cheaper alternative?
24: There's a possibility of that, and a certainly um, tarmacking around a car is totally unacceptable. What was that they know, about, they know Dave? That was incredible! <laughs> That's totally unacceptable. What were they um, thinking? I don't know. It won't happen again. I'll make sure it doesn't <laughs> happen again. We have a we have a procedure to do that. I mean, you know, there's cars parked all over the place in Luton, um, and, and despite the fact that we knock on doors, give them leaflets and say please park your car somewhere else, there's always the odd one or two. So, what's the and procedure? Do you, do, you normally, do you normally tow
5: them away then?
24: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we 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 try and find out um knocking on the doors whose car it is but then at the end of the day it could be somebody's gone away um and in conjunction with the police um we tow it away. How much notice do you normally give for jobs like this? We normally give note about two weeks' notice to the residents yeah. by putting a putting a letter through the letterbox. See, two letter, two
5: weeks' notice sounds all yeah. right to me, and and, and and you know if if someone's away, it, it's unfortunate, but but tough. <laughs> well, I, I, I we just we saw the picture of the car for those who missed it, it as a car that hadn't been moved, and the yeah. tarmacers had thought. I know, let's just go round it. And it did look awful, didn't it?
24: I know, I know. Have you spoken to the
5: contractors about it? Not yet,
24: not yet, but I will do. That's totally unacceptable, and we have a procedure we're dealing with that. Obviously, we haven't adopted it, but it won't happen again, I'll assure you. All right,
5: nice one. How many roads are you going to resurface like this, uh, Dave? What's the plan? uh,
24: We're going to do 15 roads in the town this year. We've done seven already, Um, and uh, the one that I I drive down on a regular basis, Mayrick Avenue. Once it settles down, it looks okay. (laughs) I mean that was that was on last year, so that's 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 not too bad. Because so we might... heard
5: that the water was collecting on uh, Gardenia Avenue. Have you have you have you heard anything about that? That, that maybe it wasn't quite as, as as smooth as it should be.
24: Well, what do you mean water collecting when it rains? I what... mean, it, the water does collect on the road until it drains away.
5: But, the, but oh, does it I was, uh, Well, I suppose it <laughs> does. Puddles, isn't it? Puddles, yeah. isn't it?
24: Yeah, sometimes.
5: Dave, listen, let us know how it goes, let us know, yep. um, you know, like, and thank you for assuring us that the, um, it, it gave us all a good laugh, the picture part, the, the car part sure. there with the, the tarmac in around it. Yeah,
24: you do, it. You, you see it with other local authorities, but the yellow line is when the yellow line oh. goes around the car, around the motorcycle.
5: It's weird, isn't it? it? We seem to have lost a little bit of common
24: sense. Yeah, it is, it is weird and wonderful, but it shouldn't happen.
5: Dave, listen. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much indeed for for listening uh, to us on this, Dave Taylor, councillor in charge of L- uh, transport at Luton Borough Council. It's um the, the the picture of the car parked there. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was quite. Just, funny. just what 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 at any point would anybody go? Yeah, let's just leave that car there. Let's not let's not even attempt to
9: move it or anything like that. Now the thing was, you last week there was a very similar story uh, that I found you, um, and that was the. Uh, double yellow lines not being completely painted yeah and you did not think that that was... It's a completely different story, mate. It's basically a missed out painting. No, it's a
5: completely different... We went and looked at that road. It's very similar. We went and looked... Okay, this is a a while ago. Scoines and I had a row. They had resurfaced portions of the road and only repainted the double yellow lines on the portions they resurfaced, which meant that some of the double yellow lines were bright yellow, some were a little bit faded, but they were still clearly visible. We went and looked at that road on the way to having a Dixie's breakfast, and you... You yourself said it didn't look that bad. It It didn't look that bad. You said it yourself, Scoins. I I
9: don't remember saying it.
5: That When we knelt down to have our portrait taken Mm. by the uh, double yellow lines, mate, you look ridiculous. You know it. You know it. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love you. <laughs> imagine if a guy, Ellis, you're a young lady. I don't know your persuasions. I don't need to know. But if, imagine if a prospective partner, yeah. right? You're getting on quite well, yeah. and you're thinking, Do you know, what? I could be in love with this person. This could be the one. Yeah. And they're thinking the same. And you're in a you're in a, a fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a Nando's or a Harvester. That's so fancy. Yeah, or a Garfunkels. Because <laughs> uh, uh, this person loves you, but you don't know they love you. Okay. And then they just go, Ellis, girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, I love you. That
10: would really seal the deal. Would it really? Oh, that yeah. wouldn't scare you away? No, no, quite the
5: opposite. Wowzers. Because, Ellis, i got something to say to you.
10: Yeah?
5: Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> ooh, 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 I love you. Is the deal sealed?
10: The deal is so sealed.
5: I'm going to totally see you in Nando's later on. Not today, I've got to look after the kids. I'm married, by the way. Is that a problem? Oh, it's not? <gasps> Shame on you. How modern. The Times... Um, but all the front pages, of course, are covering the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, war thing yesterday. Could have thought of a slightly more respectful website. the commemorate, I didn't, I, the celebration was the word I was struggling not to say, commemoration. Yeah. yeah. Commemorations. Uh, and something about houses. The eyes got the same. The independent of, uh, in memory of the darkest day. I got a black, black page there. The Daily Mail doesn't... What, what is going on? With Prince Harry and the Duchess of Cambridge. Uh, what do you mean? What I mean is, why are they always photographed together? They do do a lot of public appearances together. A lot of public appearances. It's uh, them and a, a vicar. Oh, I can't
10: talk about that,
5: I'm afraid. Oh, uh, if it's about... I can't the... talk about that,
10: I'm
5: afraid. Oh, dear, people can... Listen, we've explained the situation with the I'm former producer of this show... Of yeah, a lot of stuff's been
9: going on here. Why is what oh, Dear <laughs> me The Sun Harry oh. Ian, have you seen that on the on the Wasn't award? It? Did you see the stuff about the wreaths? Do you see that? Oh,
5: this is now this
9: is this is cracking,
5: isn't it? The wreaths. This is Alice. So the Prime Minister, Nick Clegg, Ed Millerband put laid yeah. poppy wreaths mm-hmm. at uh, well I'm guessing is the where is it, the cenotaph? It was in Glasgow. Okay the special ceremony. Of course, it was all taking place in Glasgow. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, they've got little cards on. Okay. David Cameron's says, your most enduring legacy... It's got terrible handwriting. <laughs> in one... Uh, we must never forget David Cameron. It, it said, uh, your most enduring legacy is our liberty. Is our liberty, thank you. We must never forget David Cameron. Uh, who shall I read next? Ed Miliband or Nick
9: Cleggs? Oh, well, go, go in order of senior... of, of, of power, shall we? So okay. go with the uh, Deputy Prime Minister. Nick Clegg says, from the Deputy Prime Minister. Oh, that's, that's
5: nice. Ed Miliband says, from the Leader of the Opposition. They've got no messages on there. Now, I, we, we talked about this. I suspect this is a setup, up Or were they supposed to... Th- that, that was their wreaths, and they were given the wreaths, this is yours, Deputy Prime Minister, and, and they were then supposed to have written their own note?
9: Well, the, the aides to uh, some of the, uh, the, the Deputy Prime Minister and, and Ed Miliband say that um, they weren't given advance notice and that David Cameron was. It's been turned into a fairly kind of seedy political spat at uh, what you would expect a time where you, they should be paying their respects.
5: What puts me off this story is that Louise Mencher's got involved and starting to have a go at them, so... Yeah. <laughs> Travel news for
6: beds, cards and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: The Woburn Road at Marston Mortains closed because of an accident between Bincroft Road and Sheeptick End, we're being told. This is the old A421 that runs parallel to the dual carriageway. Bettery Road in Hitchin in the one-way system. The trees down in the A602. Slow moving at Watnut Stone through the roadworks. East Coast mainline disrupted because of problems between Stevenage and Peterborough. James Wally BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: James, thank you. I'm so sorry. I've started eating a sandwich and I forgot I was supposed to speak now. So um It's life and it?
3: local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC 3 Counties Radio.
0: It's 8 o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, 3% of drivers admit drug driving. Woman pulled from Milton Keynes Lake dies in hospital and council U-turn in Stevenage football parking row. BBC Three Counties Radio. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Brake equates to one million drivers across the country. Gary Ray from Brake told this programme it should be taken as seriously as drink driving. In
8: terms of the impact um, that somebody with drugs behind the wheel can have absolutely so much so that the government itself uh, and we commend them for this we don't always say that um is introducing a new law in march which essentially will have a zero tolerance uh, limit on illegal drug taking
0: a woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. The name of the woman in her 20s has not yet been released by police. The inquiry has been passed to the coroner. The incident prompted warnings from the council and the emergency services about swimming at the former quarry. A three-day ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian group Hamas has come into force. The Israeli army says it will withdraw all its ground forces from Gaza. Egypt, which negotiated the truce, say they hope it will be followed by talks aimed at securing a permanent end to hostilities. The BBC's Martin Patience is in Gaza. It does appear to have been cam across the Gaza
22: Strip. We were here on Friday, so everybody will be waiting to see whether or not this ceasefire breaks down. I think the one big difference is that the Israeli military are now saying that they will withdraw all their troops from Gaza during this ceasefire. That wasn't the case last week.
0: Firefighters saved a woman and her dog from a house fire in Welling Garden City yesterday evening. Crews were called to Latimer Gardens just before 5.30. Lights were turned off across Britain last night as part of events to mark the 100th anniversary of British entry into the First World War with services across the three counties. Earlier members of the Royal Family attended a service of reconciliation in Belgium. Stevenage Borough Council have reversed their decision to introduce matchday car park charging at Fairlands Valley next to Stevenage's Lamex stadium it follows fans protests against the proposed five pound twenty charge the council say they will carry out further consultation borough fan dean thompson says supporters accept they may have to pay something i don't think any stevens fan has, a, has an issue paying the same prices
13: that, that are in, in in the rest of the town in the town center car parks you know one to two two pounds for, for three hours parking but it was just an unfair tax on, on football fans really
0: in sport, Milton Keynes Dons lost 2-0 to Premier League Leicester in last night's friendly at Stadium MK. Arsenal striker Benneke Fobi made his Dons debut after the 21-year-old joined on a season-long loan. The weather dry and sunny, just the chance of a shower this afternoon. A maximum temperature 25 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, hearts and bucks. I would say it's it's a very vibrant place there's
4: lots of facilities here
3: and all this week we're featuring amptill and flittig it's one of the nicest places to live for me it's the best place to live in bedfordshire it's all about where you live
4: i think of a choice i don't think i'd ever think about going anywhere else
3: the big tour of beds hearts and bucks bbc three counties radio
5: BBC Three Counties Radio. Why has this started again? Paul has uh, tweeted, Please explain the situation with former and better producer Kate once more, please. I, for one, haven't heard a thing. Well, you missed it the other day. Although the way Scoint is going, I'm I'm tempted to give her a call and get her back and say you're forgiven. No, we're not that desperate. Lots to talk about this morning. Drug driving... Um. Oh, yeah, Ed Balls. Bumper to bumper, he bumped another car. He didn't stop and say nothing. He's in trouble, man. Your uh, stories about um, hitting other cars, have you stopped? Have you got out? Have you left a note? Or have you kind of just driven on and hoped for the best? 08459. 455 double, 555 double, Across
3: beds, hearts, and
5: bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Now, one million drivers across the UK have admitted to driving while on drugs in the past 12 months. This news comes before a change in drug drive law next March, which will give police the, uh, the power to test and arrest drivers who are suspected of drug driving. Well, Greg Poulter is from DETRU, the Drug Education and Training Research Unit. Morning,
16: Greg. Good morning. Do people take drug driving seriously enough? Uh, Well, I have to say, after 25 years of working in this field, um, I would say that most most recreational drug users are responsible uh, and do not take drugs and drive. That's the majority. There's obviously a small hardcore that will ignore it and are a danger to other road users, but the vast majority of people that use recreational drugs are not out there driving um i'm a little suspicious about the research or quoting of a a million people have not admitted to driving that's a a figure extrapolated from that bit of research um and what's the methodology and sampling methods that we use for that Uh, we would need to look a little more carefully at that i'm afraid It, it makes good headline news but i'm not sure it's accurate
5: Uh, When I was at college uh, and drugs were being passed around, it was quite common for people to have a cheeky smoke and then go and drive a car. It did happen, Greg. Are are you
16: being um, slightly naive by saying that most people don't? Of course it happens, but but I'm not sure of your age, I'm afraid, Ian. I'm an Uh, old man, I'm 41. Current users uh, compare. I'm I'm in my late 50s, early 60s, so I'm you know I'm of an older generation, Mm. and people were not more sophisticated than when I was young. Young people are more sophisticated these days, and and uh, most of them uh, are are responsible in their drug use. There is, I say again, a hardcore which we need to tackle, and and nobody would, in their right minds, uh, would, would would not want to have effective laws to stop. Um, uh, a, a, a drug driving.
5: This new law coming in in March, Greg, do you think it's, it's going to be effective?
16: Um, well, <laughs> it, the, the main purpose of this law um, is, to, it, it, is to enforce our existing laws on, on the prohibition of certain drugs. It's not, not a lot to do uh, with, with road safety. Um, the, the, the levels they've set uh, for you to be um, uh, assumed to be impaired are so low that it's zero tolerance. It's not about road safety, it's more about enforcing our existing prohibition on certain drugs.
5: But if drugs are illegal and whatever, you know, my opinions are on drugs if drugs are illegal then we need to enforce the laws and if people's lie, you know, if you take drugs your, your, uh, your timing and your, your thoughts are impaired, that's the point of taking drugs uh, then surely there should be a zero tolerance, shouldn't there? Well, in sh- terms of surely, driving, surely
16: you want to you want to deal with people who are driving on the road and who are impaired and who are putting people's lives at risk. No argument about that. We need to have a, an effective strategy to do that. These laws are not doing that. The government um, uh, set up a, an expert panel. Let me say again, expert panel who knew what they were talking about, who set limits which would effectively deal with impairments. The government has totally ignored those levels. And they've set them at, at ridiculously low levels. If I can give you an example, for, 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 uh, for ecstasy, they've set them at a 30th of what their expert panel recommended. A 30th.
5: But you shouldn't be driving if you're on ecstasy.
16: You should not be driving... So, so then if then it's, if it's a, 30th, a 30th, what's the problem? You should not be driving if you're impaired. Absolutely. Oh. Um, and, and yes, of course, the gut reaction is zero tolerance let, 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 let's protect people on the roads and so on but you but think about it um if you are going to penalize people who are not impaired then people whose sons and daughters suddenly um are convicted of these offenses they they, they lose their driving license possibly their job they have large fines they have possibly imprisonment and they get a criminal record and these are people that are not driving, who are impaired. So these uh, are people that, that that have not satisfied these absurdly low limits. So, Greg, are you are
5: threat. you saying it's okay to drive a car if you've taken a little bit of e?
16: Absolutely not. No. Well, then the Uh, law should the law should come down hard
5: on those people, shouldn't it? it,
16: Let me say it. What I'm saying is that you should not drive a motor vehicle if you are impaired, if you're a risk on the road. Ah, Absolutely. Well,
5: well, no, ah, but I'm not saying impaired. I'm saying if you've done a little bit of ecstasy that that is that falls below the recommended limits.
16: let's, Let's take that thing up. Okay, so somebody takes a pill of ecstasy on a Friday evening. Yeah. When do they cease to be impaired? Probably Saturday morning, Sunday. If they're tested on the uh, on the following Monday, according to these low limits, they are probably going to be uh, presumed to be impaired. But well, they, they might still be, be a little bit. They, they might still a, be a little, little not bit. A risk to other
5: well, they might be. They, they might still be a little bit. Greg, it depends on how the strength of the drug and also if they've managed to get any sleep since taking the drug.
16: The expert panel. Looks very, very carefully spent thousands of pounds investigating it, hundreds of man-hours looking at it, and they came up with realistic figures to deal with people that are impaired on the road. The government had totally ignored that. One assumes so they can collect they can collect more votes at the next general election. It's a lovely vote-gatherer amongst people that don't really understand these issue. But what about cocaine? If you've done a
5: couple of lines... I don't know what the limit is going to be, but if you've done a couple of lines of cocaine, that can affect you for days in terms of uh, impairment and also in terms of mood. And if you're, if you're grumpy three days later or whatever, or coming down or whatever, uh, you're not going to be best placed to drive properly.
16: OK, so we're going to consider somebody who's... In, we're going to consider somebody as an impaired driver because they're grumpy... Well, because because they're okay, coming so down from coke, which will affect your their mood. System, maybe they had a row with their wife the previous day. Maybe they're going through divorce proceedings. Maybe they've just been sacked. Are we going to classify them as being impaired, not, not safe to drive on the road? I don't think so.
5: No, but they've not ingested an illegal drug that, that has affected I, I, I'm their I'm
16: mood. i sure what the relevance of being an illegal drug is concerned. We are dealing here...
5: All right, they've, we, they've ingested I mean, a drug I mean, which has affected their mood. We are
16: dealing here with uh, issues around road safety. Yeah. We're not dealing with issues around enforcing our current drug uh prohibitions that's not this is not a function of road traffic legislation it's about i want to see safety on the road i want to see a fair and just system this is not fair and just simply because the government have ignored their own experts and set these limits at ridiculously low levels which will which will hoover up a whole range of i would describe innocent people who will have serious well, then, consequences in their lives because of they're that. not they're not innocent are they they are not innocent if you are looking at our current prohibition of drugs. No, of course they're not innocent. They have committed an offence in presumably possessing a controlled drug. But that's not what road, road traffic legislation is about. It's about making safety on the road, which, is, which absolutely I want. I have children. I have grandchildren. I don't want drug users, uh, drug users who are impaired driving on the roads. This legislation does not tackle that.
5: OK, but what evidence have you got that if someone has taken ecstasy on a Friday, they're, they're, they are fine on the Saturday? Because, come on, Greg, you know that's not true.
16: Uh, no, see, I, I didn't say that. I actually referred to the Monday, not the Saturday. I quite agree. Someone who's had a skin full of alcohol or has taken drugs on a Friday should not be driving the, the, the next morning. Crystal clear they should not be doing it. I, don't want, I don't want an effective law to prevent them from doing that. This legislation does not do that. This legislation will hoover up a whole range of people who are driving on the road and who are not impaired.
5: Greg, fascinating talking to you this morning. I appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. Thank Bye-bye. you very much and thanks, Greg. Greg Poulter from DETRU, the Drug Education and Training Research Unit. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. He makes some interesting points, I think. So if you take some ecstasy on Friday, trace of it will still be in your system on Monday. Are you still going to be affected by it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But if you get pulled over and there are traces of it in you, uh, then you could get holed up with this new law. I kind of... My my thoughts on drugs uh, to one side, I kind of am a little bit zero tolerance when it comes to... Certainly when it comes to drink driving, I don't think you should even have half uh, half a lager and get in your car. Because you may not have eaten, you may not have slept very... You know, it can affect you in different ways. So I guess if I want consistency... And again, this isn't necessarily my views on, on, on drugs and whatever. But I guess if you want consistency, if I want to be consistent, I have to kind of back a zero tolerance towards drugs and driving. Don't I? I think. I'm slightly scratching my head on this one. I'm a little bit confused. If you want to, to help um, ease the scratch on my head by rubbing it or by putting forward your point, that's probably a more appropriate way of doing it. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Do you agree with what Greg was saying? that this law is being brought in to punish those people who take drugs as opposed to making the roads safer? Or do you think, well, you know, it's tough. If you take drugs, you take drugs. Tough. 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number, please, if you want to give us uh, a call. And also, if you want to uh, let us know... Your stories about have you ever bumped into a car and um, seen there was a little scratch, a little dent, and then gone, ah, oh, do you know what? Let's get- drive on, drive on. No one saw it. I did it once years ago. I was t- 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 23, maybe 24, and I was driving a, like a Bedford van. Oh, I was terrible. I got stuck in a really narrow street and I, I dented a Merc, quite a big dent in a Merc, and I drove off to my shame, to my shame. I drove away. I was terrified. Terrible thing. Would ne- could never do it now. But oh wait, four, five, nine, four, double five, five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Usual queues on the A1 southbound towards the Blackout roundabout into the roadworks, and also usual congestion passing Stevenage on the southbound A1M 8 to 7, slow on the sensors. Then it's very busy on the A602 if you're heading out to Watnut Stone. It's because of the temporary traffic lights that are in for electricity works until tomorrow at the junction of Mill Road. Uh, a ones also very heavy into London as you head down towards Mill Hill Circus. Uh, Continued problems in Marston Mortain. The uh, Woburn Road is closed, which for ...between Beancrof Road and Sheeptick End. That's Master Mortain to Brogborough. It's all because of an accident on the old A421, of course, that is. That's running parallels to the main dual carriageway of the 421. Uh, we had reports earlier of a tree down in the centre of Hitchin in the one-way system. And onto the M25. Well, anti-clockwise is slow, 20 to 16. Kings Langley round to the M40, I can see on camera. Also looking quite busy on the A41 at Kings Langley down towards the M25... ...on the southbound side, obviously. And uh, East Coast mainline trains. Half-hour delays because of problems with the power... At Sandy, the lines have been sorted out or uh, are now working properly, but half-hour delays still possible. And Great Anglia say there are possible delays because of problems with the level crossing earlier between Cheshunt and Broxbourne. James Worley, BBC, Three Counts to Radio.
5: Right, it's uh, 8.16. It's Tuesday, the 5th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. 3% of UK motorists have omitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by Road Charity Break equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to the town's football stadiums on match
3: days. BBC Three Counties Radio. Nick Coffer across beds, hearts and bucks.
2: I'm at Bletchley Park today for a very, very important special occasion. For me, being out of the studio is about putting faces to names and bringing to life all that's brilliant about beds, hearts and bucks. If you know the high street here and you've never seen what goes on behind, you really should because it's like a whole new world. Nick Koffer. I think for my listeners, they get a chance to hear about places they may never have visited. In fact, they may never have heard of. And also, they hear the stories from the people that bring those places to life. That. Is one of the mysteries of Abbotts Langley Fire Brigade.
3: Nick Coffer, across beds, hearts and bucks, on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Lots of calls coming in about drug driving. We'll get to those in a minute. But this year, as you must know, marks the centenary of the First World War. It was a time when the Allied forces and the Central Powers were both in a race to develop technology that would give them the edge. As the Zeppelin became more of a menace, the British government decided it needed to build bigger airships to counter the threat. And Cardington in Bedfordshire was chosen as the site to do it. Tara Gungerful has been to meet a man who spent more than 20 years working in the sheds and believes it's a part of the county's heritage that should be preserved forever.
22: There's a lot of interest now and then a lot of interest turns up on ships. There's, there's big... My name's Den Birchmore, the honorary curator to the Astra Heritage Trust. And um we're actually in my study at home where now I have my own archival collection. These are all old ones. But they're interesting. The history of Condon goes back to the Short Brothers who were asked by the government to build airships for the First World War. The Germans had already got a fleet of airships which were capable of coming to England and dropping bombs on it. We hadn't really got any defence against it and no means of doing the same thing to them. And so they started a, a system up. And I've got so many books up here, but, you know, it's a time factor thing, isn't it? Number one said it's the only large constructional area in the country at that time. You can stand the Nelson's Column in there. You could get nearly any of the big naval boats in there, most of the earlier liners in there. And close the doors? And close the doors. Yeah, 777 feet. <laughs>
3: The first airship to come out of Shed One was the R-31. It was never to see active service being commissioned just five days before the war ended. But Cardington remained a key site in Britain's airship history. In 1919, it became the Royal Airship Works, which produced the ill-fated R-101, a prototype civilian airship which crashed on its maiden voyage to France, killing 48 of the 54 people on board. The disaster was a major setback for the airship industry, and in 1936 the site became RAF Cardington, where Den Birchmore worked for more than 20 years.
22: To go in the airship sheds to me is like a a real church-going person going to church. I love the sheds, they're they're wonderful. To walk the catwalk at the centre, at the top, the artistry of the girl is on a nice bright day, it's just so enlightening, beautiful if you're sad I'm not there I can't get in now just brings back my well my past life I suppose it changed hands and became Fosburn's and now they're repairing it which is good, it's lovely to see it's beautiful. It looks really beautiful.
5: Well, if you'd like to find out more about the role that local people and places played during the First World War, you can visit the BBC's World War One at homepage. Click on bbc.co.uk slash ww1 and tomorrow we'll hear about the legacy of the Belgian refugees who came to live in Lettruth. Oh, yeah, all of Belgium came over here, didn't it? I remember now.
3: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah.
5: We're talking about drug driving. Tony's in Milton Keynes.
4: Morning, Tony. Good morning. What was that to say, sir? Uh, I was rather confused by the uh, responses from that expert you had online. That was
5: Greg Poulter, who is from the Drug Education and Training Research Unit.
4: Is he really? Education. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, his comment when he, we were talking about people taking drugs and driving, he said most responsible drug takers probably wouldn't drive. Now, that's an oxymoron. How the hell can you be responsible if you're a drug taker? You know, it, it, as you quite rightly pointed out, you, it could be in your system for a couple of days. It doesn't matter how much they've got in there; they shouldn't be doing it.
5: Uh, the Beatles took drugs, and they made some amazing music. Was that irresponsible of
4: them? Uh, to certain people, it would have been. To but, you, uh, the outcome. Well, I was only sixteen. I mean, it, was, exactly. You got I, the I, benefits.
5: You got Sergeant Pepper and Revolver. Uh, and strawberry fields forever. Yeah, it, well, exactly, you see. Yes, so there, there, there is... There, there, it could be argued, Tony, and again, I'm, let me just say, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying this is my point of view, but... Uh, It could be argued that that drugs have contributed so much to society that that, that
4: there can be responsible drug users. Yes, but if they drive and they're responsible with drugs in their system, they kill somebody, is that responsible?
5: Well, no, that's irresponsible. I was just uh, highlighting the oxymoron that you pointed out about responsible drug takers. But I
4: felt his attitude was to seem to be defending them.
5: Well, I, 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 there, there is an argument, Tony, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of guessing this is, this is Greg's argument, and if I've got it wrong, I apologise, that, that, that maybe some drugs shouldn't be illegal and we should change our attitude towards drugs. Yeah,
4: I, I felt that was his uh, underlying uh, thing. If he's a drug rehabilitation, and he's probably... Uh softer on uh, that issue than anybody else but well
5: he's drug, he's drug education and training I don't know if that's the same as rehabilitation okay. and, and, and yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to a drug rehab uh, there, are, you know, there, there are some pretty sad cases who become addicted to drugs and their lives are ruined by
4: it yeah I know I know I mean I went through the whole 60s right now without touching or even being tempted I'd run away from it and I had a swinging time otherwise
5: really how, how swinging was it Tony uh, it's a lot shorter these days. <laughs> wow, gosh! <laughs> hey! Hi caramba! 08459 four double five five double five. What we're not going to do, uh, this is one of the radio no-nos for me, we're not going to do the should we legalise drugs thing, we, 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 new, 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 new. because then we'll be talking about bringing back hanging and sweets and children's programmes from the 70s. We're not going to do that. Uh, but uh, I thought Greg uh, his uh, the, From the Drug Education and Training Research Unit I thought his point was interesting That if someone has taken some ecstasy on a Friday Then maybe on a Sunday Or on a Monday They should be alright to drive Well Having seen people who have taken ecstasy I'm trying to think I mean, This is years ago I saw people do this one Back in my day at college uh, Yeah they probably, they, they probably were alright to drive on a Monday But the, it would still have been in, in their system. And then here's my oxymoron. It's not really, it's a contradiction. Uh, I kind of believe in, in zero tolerance when it comes to drink driving. I don't think you should even have half a lager uh, and get behind the wheel of a car. So I guess, I guess I kind of have to have zero tolerance when it comes to drug driving as well. Lindsay Bletchley.
14: Morning, Lynn. Good
5: morning. What would you like to say?
14: I'd, well, I think there should be zero tolerance on both drugs and drink. My yeah. brother was killed in 1984 in a car crash because of a drink driver. A young girl lost her life that night as well. He was only 21. And um, the, the, the man that caused the accident because he was um, over the limit, um, where he'd been drinking earlier in the day apparently, and he, he's got his life back. I mean, he's going to run his own company and everything. He's, he's fine. He's even got his driving licence back. So, you know, uh, that's not good. And as for the drugs, if it's still in your system, do you want to go over our shop, shops where um, uh, we see quite a lot of drug abuse over there? Uh, yeah, uh,
5: was it your brother you said you lost, Lynn. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry a to hear sister. that. 30 years ago, and I can tell from your voice that it's still very, very painful.
14: Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. And um, so I'm uh, definitely zero tolerance on people that Drink Drive. I've got no time for them. Uh, none of my boys drink drive, and and, and my other family, we've uh, all the same mind. And if we, uh, you know, if any of them have been out for the evening, they wouldn't drive. They don't drive next day.
5: Uh, uh, there will be people listening to this, and we can kind of go down this route a little bit. There will be people listening, Lynn, who who, dis- who will be sorry for your loss, but will disagree strongly with you, and say, look, after a pint, a couple of glasses of wine, I'm 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 all right. I'm not I'm not impaired. I can handle my booze.
14: No, they're not all right. It's definitely not. Um, my brother is not he's not the only person I know that's lost his life through um, somebody that's been drink-driving, you know. <laughs> it's OK, because they, they can go on. You'll get some do-good or say, oh, it's um, because they've got, they were drinking be- because they had problems and things like that. It's a load of rubbish.
5: The fellow that, um, uh, that killed your brother... You, yes. see, you seem to know a lot about him, Lynn. Have you kind of sort of followed him? I don't mean literally followed, stalked him, but have you kind of looked him up on the internet and things? No, no,
14: no. No, okay. No. i I'm local. I'm a local
5: girl, a huge local Oh, so you you, you you, kind of know you, you don't know him, you see him around, you, you know what he's up to. No, I
14: don't, I don't, I don't see him, but um, I know uh, people that know of him.
5: And when you hear that he's driving and he's got his life back and it sounds like he's being quite successful, how does that make you feel?
14: First of all, probably bitter, but now, no, no, nothing really. you know, yeah. as long as I'm not in the same, um, near him. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do if I ever thought I was going to
5: say, if you, supposing you were, you are in a cafe or a bar, a, a bar or somewhere and you turn round and he was sat down next to you, what, what would you say? Mm, I'd
14: probably run over him
5: with my mobility scooter. Oh, it. oh no, Lynn, no, you <laughs> can't. Accidentally, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, do, I you, do, you drink, I do you
14: drink when you drive your
5: mobility scooter? I don't drink at all. Good. Good for you, Lynn. All right, listen, thank you very much for sharing that story with us. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Is there a drink drive limit for mobility scooters and electric wheelchairs? Because those things can go at a right
9: old pace. Uh, Well, I think they're covered by the same rules that govern things like cyclists as well, about not drinking. You can't be over the limit. Uh, There there is, you can be. I think you can be drunk in charge of a bicycle. Well, then Uh, you can
5: be drunk in charge of a a mobility scooter. Those things can go up to eight miles an hour. They can go on the pavement, and they are driven. Let's be honest. Generally, generally, by maniacs. Mobility scooters. Mobility scooters driven by maniacs.
1: I've never seen a Maniac mobility scooter.
5: Well, there was a fella in the paper the other day driving up the M1 really? on a mobility scooter.
1: That I've never seen. I had a friend at uni who, uh, the night after a, a big... Well, the morning after a big night out, drove his bike home. He'd been around to a, a lady friend's house. And yes. on his way home, still a little bit under the influence on his bike, he just swerved in the park, went over the handlebars and, like, cut his sort of whole cheek open.
5: He cut his whole cheek open. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, that's... Paul going shaking his head <laughs> disapprovingly. Oh,
5: 08459 455555 five, double, five is the phone number. If you hear
6: a whisper, give us a shout. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Woburn Road is closed between Beancroft Road and Sheeptick End, so that's Marston Mortain to Brogborough, all because of an accident uh, on that stretch of the Woburn Road. Uh, we've had a confirmation of this tree down in Hitchin on the one-way system just by the health centre. No delays, though, being flagged up on the sensors. Southbound A1, slow towards Black Cat, and the road works very slow, passing Stevenage on the A1M, and that's uh, between 8 and 7. Uh, A602 expect delays uh, towards uh, stone because of the ongoing electricity. Works, near to the junction of Mill Road. And if you're heading onto the A428, that's slow westbound up towards Barford Road. East Coast Main Line, half-hour delays because of electrical supply problems at Sandy, also affecting First Capital Connect. And Greater Anglia may be delayed still because of the level crossing problems early between Chesant and Broxbourne. James Woolley, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and
3: bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Brake equates to one million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. A three-day ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian group Hamas has come into force. The Israeli army says it will withdraw all its ground forces from Gaza. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking Fees close to the town's football stadium on match days. Three Counties Sports.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-0 to Premier League Leicester in last night's Friendly at Stadium MK. Arsenal striker Benneke Fobi made his Don's debut after the 21-year-old joined on a season-long loan. Here's manager Carl Robinson.
5: I'll be honest, he's been somebody that I've never been able to, to get
8: to the football club because he should be playing in the Championship. I don't know if a lot higher when you read the quality of what he possesses, but he,
5: he's been told that it's a place where he can develop and become a, a top player.
0: Watford have signed experienced Italian midfielder Gianni Munari on a season-long loan from Parma. The 31-year-old has won promotion three times to Serie A. A young Stevenage side drew one all at St Albans last night and Luton won the Beds Premier Cup with a 3-1 victory at Biggleswade. Meanwhile, Hatter's manager John Still has confirmed his main summer transfer business is complete. Still says he will bring in one more youngster ahead of the new season. We we
16: probably will be bringing another young, young one in. uh, When I say young one, um, one from a low level, but in, in terms of what's going to be uh, playing in, in in the first team, we're all done.
0: Elsewhere, Manchester United beat Liverpool 3-1 in the final of a pre-season competition in Miami, with Wayne Rooney among the scorers. Tiger Woods' agent says he'll leave it as late as possible to decide whether or not he's fit enough to play in the US PGA, the final major of the season, which starts on Thursday. Woods has a back injury. And in cricket's minor counties championship, it's the final day in the latest round of matches. At Longmast and Hertfordshire are 141 for nine in their second innings. That's a lead over Cumberland of just 100. Buckinghamshire Lincolnshire 252 to win. The home side resumed this morning on 72 for four. And Bedfordshire are facing defeat away to Staffordshire. The home side are 44 for one with a target of just 76 to win. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at nine.
3: Is Ian Lee. Good
6: On decide. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Choices, choices, choices. I couldn't
6: decide. So many
5: jingles. I'm, um, I'm ordering some tickets. Well, I noticed you were uh, yeah. in, the, uh, in the midst of Well, I just did something. the thing. I did the thing you're never supposed to do. I'm ordering tickets to take the boys to the pictures this afternoon, okay? And, that you know, you, you, you do your payment details. Do not refresh... While payment details are going through, I refreshed. Oh, so have I? Um, have I ordered three tickets, or am I about to order an, another? Th- I don't know. Gosh, it's so depressing, being me. Well, if you've ordered six,
12: then uh, just put out a plea for another three people to come with you. Well, do you, wanna, do you want to? Do you want to come and see the nut job? No, thank you.
5: What is that? It's a, uh, a cartoon that's on at a really convenient time. That's all that matters I mean, What time is it on? 3.45? Then perfect, we'll go and see The Nut Job. Absolutely not. You, Scoins and Alice, can come
17: and see The Nut Job. I... Scoins, do you want to come and see The Nut Job? Yeah. Alice, do go. you want to come and see it? Yeah. There yeah, we go. Come, God, and come, and and come and sit with my boys. I'd rather pu- pull tufts of my own hair out.
12: Flipping out! Well, you can do that as I'm, well. I mean, I'm they've paying got, for it. they have got seats. And I stuff. don't want to
5: go to see my, this nut man. My tr- no. what? What's it called? The nut man. Uh, my treat is to take my take this team out to go and see the nut job this afternoon. And the nut job. Yeah, come and see the nut job. I don't want to see that. Well, what do you want to see? Something something foreign, probably. Black and white subtitles. Unbelievable. (laughs) They make... Colour was invented for a reason, and so was the English language, to make movies better. I'll leave you to your nut, man. Unbelievable. Right, well, while I finish ordering these tickets for the second time, maybe you'd like to tell us what's on your show, though I probably won't be listening today. You will. Wait till you hear this
12: question. Oh, go on. You're going to like today's phone-in. Yeah. At nine o'clock this morning, do you forgive the boy who swung the chihuahua round his head? A man from Hatfield who claims to love dogs has pleaded guilty to swinging a chihuahua around in the air by its lead. This is an incredible story. 19-year-old Alfie Loft was caught on CCTV swinging the pet around his head as he walked through Stevenage with a group of friends. He's now been banned from keeping animals for two years and given a curfew for causing unlawful suffering to an animal. Mm. A curfew. Oh, Alfie said in court that he was too drunk to remember what happened and when he saw the footage he was disgusted by what he'd done. He wants everyone to know that he's sorry and it will never happen again. Well, from nine this morning, I want your reaction to this horrible local story. Do you forgive the boy who swung the chihuahua around his head? He says that he will never do it again. He says he's genuinely sorry. He says he was drunk. Do you forgive him? He wants forgiveness. So what what happened to him? Did he get a sentence? His sentence is that he's been banned from keeping
5: animals for two years and he's been given a curfew. Oh, that's no good. No, lock him up. You want him locked up? Oh, I I think so. I think think we should be tougher on people that are... uh, uh, Wasn't it a girl that he just met in a bar or something and he was trying to impress her or something like that? Um, I know, because my wife was doing this story yesterday. Uh, Yeah, lock him up. We should be tougher on people who are cruel to animals. Well, maybe as tough as perhaps some people are thinking... Well,
12: from nine this morning, do you forgive the boy who swung the chihuahua around his head? Wow. 08459 double five five double five is my number.
3: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. I
5: think I've bought these seats already. Because I've, I've gone to the, the pictures to buy another set of three seats, right? Mm. You'll know about this, Ellis. You're, you're, you're trendy and young. So trendy. Okay. I've gone to the pictures on the website to buy some seats, right? Yeah. And it allocated me three seats. Mm-hmm. I mean, the film looks rubbish, but... It's, Sounds oh, great. What am I going to do with kids all afternoon again? Two days in a row, I can't...
10: Oh, is this the squirrel film? The Nut Job. Apparently it's surprisingly good. Is oh! The film.
5: Now she wants to come. Right. So, it allocated me three seats... It went through, and then it said, do not refresh, and I refreshed.
10: Oh, no.
5: Uh, and it said, we, th- we cannot process this now. Right? But then I've gone back to get another three seats, and the first three seats I was allocated are grey, which means that someone's got them. Have I got them?
10: Oh, no. Oh, what about your email? Can uh, you check your
5: email? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, actually. Does uh,
10: cinemas send you confirmation email? Oh, I don't
9: know, actually. Do they? I
10: don't know. They would have
9: to send me a confirmation email. Ian, you know, uh, the, the, in, in terms of the reviews for The Nut Job... <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. Yes, mate. They're not hitting particularly great numbers. What do they say? Well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, which is a... Um, right, a, yeah. a, a a cynical w- adult website, yeah,
5: yeah, 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 It's
9: a review site, which... Co- it's cynical, it, yeah. It draws altogether a number of reviews and gives them a score. All right, mate. It scored 10%. Oh. Okay, right, yeah. Out of a possible, obviously, 100%. yeah. So I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but
5: it's for, mate, it's for a four and a two-year-old. They watch any old rubbish and let's, think it's
9: good. Let's look at uh, The Guardian, uh, one of their oh, Left here.
5: Lefty, muesli-munching, sandal-wearing hippies. All right, yeah, when they put down their
9: doobie, what did they write? Um, they've said, While Hood's plan a bank heist, furry critters conspire to raid the nut store. <laughs> It's all been done better, yeah. unfortunately. Solid voice talent includes imitable rasper Will Arnett as yes. the surly scroll, but they don't come more surly sounding than Arnett. But he brings little joy to this mechanical affair. Not oh. my words, Ian; okay. those of it? Jonathan Romney, the uh, Observer.
5: Well, critic. hang on a minute. Well, then that, that's the only film that's on at a convenient time for me to take the boys.
9: Oh, oh I'm going to have to do stuff with them, aren't I?
5: Again, two days in a row. Uh, how to train your how to Train Your Dragon, part two. We watched the first one yesterday.
9: It's on four o'clock. It's a little bit late, and it's 102 minutes. The uh, Scottish Daily Record, is. Oh, Ian, for goodness sakes. Uh, what do they know about movies? They've also talked about nuts, and they've talked about those terrible instances where people have allergic reactions What? Nuts, and they said, thinking about it, at least being struck by anaphylactic shock will get you out of sitting oh, through the rest of this flipping. very Right!
5: Scale. Okay, well, listen, I think Paul uh, in is on my side. Morning, Paul.
19: Uh, good morning, Ian.
5: What, what can I do for you this morning, Paul?
19: I've got something I'd like to whisper in your ear. Uh, okay, you whisper
5: it and we'll shout it. I'll
19: whisper it. And while you're at work being paid by the licence payers, I'd appreciate it if you actually did a little bit of work, rather than sitting there booking cinema tickets for you and your family.
5: Right, so you want my kids to go without, do you, Paul?
19: I, I, I beg your pardon? You want my kids to go without, do you? Yes, I want them to
9: go without.
5: You go. want two children, four and two, the most lovable boys in the world, one's been sick, to go without,
19: really? Look, oh. sorry, I'm sorry. You're. you're this is not going to tug at my heartstrings. This, I don't to tug anything of you. Me. I've got no sympathy... What well, all I'm saying is I'm talking, I'm speaking up here have for you, the listeners. Have you... Uh, just hang on a minute. Have you, I'm talking here for the listeners. Have you... While you're at work have you're you, paid at your, your vast expenses...
5: Yeah, £750 right pounds expense, a I'd show.
19: appreciate if you actually did a bit of work have, rather than booking your blinking have, family here.
5: Have you noticed any dip in quality today... While I've been booking
19: these tickets. I have in the
5: last ten minutes, no yes. No, 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 no. I'm
19: not interested in the nut job, some thinking cartoon about squirrels. Well, it might. Be, you might like it. No, no. I, I'm, I'm no intention of going. Well, hang on a minute, Wayne. I'd appreciate it if you just did what you're paying you do do. You don't
5: know what I get up to at other times during the show.
19: Well, I could only imagine yeah, that,
5: can't yeah. I? Wayne. Good morning, sir. Wayne, you've seen the nut job. Do you think Paul would like it? I think Paul would love it actually. Tell, I think, tell Paul I, in I, I think Biggles, Bigglesway why you should go to see the nut job. I think Paul you'd love it, it's very
13: engaging, it has a an interesting storyline and then you know you you're able to maybe take part in it as well. You know, the shocks and the horror not quite horror, but you know, the entertainment overall, yeah. I think you'd love
19: it. Few few laughs in there, Wayne, a few giggles? Absolutely, kids love it. Paul? I'm sure it's a lovely film. I've no objection about the film whatsoever. What? Who is it aimed at? Three-year-olds? I suppose that's just about your level then, Ian, isn't it? Well,
5: the boys are four and two. Oh, hang on a minute! You were having a pop at me, were you, Paul? I'm having a pop at you, uh, Paul. So you don't want to come and use one of these spare tickets I've got for the nut job?
19: I mean, you're, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're on an hour. You must be on hundred pounds an hour. You've just, you've just. And Wait, then some, mate. Made. Try
5: try doubling it. Uh,
19: Two hundred pounds an hour. That's correct. Even that's worse. the figure.
5: Yeah, yeah. In the
19: last in the last uh, 10, 15 minutes, while you've been doing that, yeah, we, we've we've forked out. Oh, we, it's that's cost us? Go on, work it out. Uh, about fifty quid. Hang on a minute. Hang oh, on no, a minute. Hang on a minute, Paul. Worse. It's getting worse because the only reason we're talking about
5: the lot job now, and thank you for your excellent review, Wayne. I appreciate that, mate. Yeah. Have you seen How to
19: Train Your Dragon Part Two? Who are you talking to now?
5: Yeah, uh, Paul first. Oh, no,
19: I haven't seen Wayne, it. Wayne, have you seen
5: it? Not yet. Okay, well, th- th- let, let us know if you do. Thank you, Wayne. He's good, then. We'll get him as a film review. I like if him.
19: It, if it had if been the Transformers you were going to, then I might have come along with you.
5: I'm not going to. You really are insane. I'm not going to take a two year old to see the Transformers movie, he will poop himself. Really? Of course he will. It's terrifying. Paul, listen, the reason that we're talking about it for the last ten minutes, do you know why? Why is that? Because you phoned in to have a moan about oh, it. Oh, well, i better go then. Thank you, Paul. 08459 455 555 is the uh, telephone number.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good Morning, Mike. you were talking about the
25: drugs and the new change to the law and everything. Yes. The point I was trying to make was that it isn't just illegal substances. Oh. It's prescribed medications. And the point I was really making was that... people on prescribed medications may be caught up under this new legislation. Yeah. I only, I'm not an expert. I only know this because I was listening to Radio 4. Oh, intellectual! A medical program the other afternoon. Yeah. And uh, they were saying there's something like a... Well, they were saying, talking to the lady, one of the ladies, there's about 100 pres- regularly prescribed medications that will be affected by the change in the legislation. Oh. So um, people do need to be aware. Um, The point I was making, perhaps you might like to do a bit more research into it and have a medical person on and... uh Give us some advice. Yeah, that could be that could be uh,
5: confusing if you're taking something the doctor's giving you and then you get pulled over. And um...
25: well, some of them already say don't drive if you feel drowsy. No, but, but no but, one
5: takes any notice of that, do but, they? But
25: they are toughening it up apparently, right. and it isn't just illegal substances. That's the point I was really trying to make. Prescribed medications are also affected by the change in legislation and the tests they're going to bring in.
5: Michael, I appreciate your uh, call. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Ian's in Milton Keynes. More Morning, Ian. Morning, Ian. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you.
18: Ian, you keep going on about this zero tolerance for yeah. drinking, and it just won't work. Why? And I don't think that having a drink is going to affect you. I was, I had a really bad night's sleep one night last week. Yeah. And I have to be up very early, and I do a lot of driving. Yeah. And tiredness made me... A danger? Well, not I, I wasn't a danger because I, I fortunately had a break and whatever. But it was the tiredness that got me. It wouldn't have been the drinking, you know, or, or if I'd have had a drink, I, I, I felt far worse being tired.
5: Right. So, so what's w- your point? You are saying so that we should allow people, is, because you were tired one day, we should allow people to drink?
18: No, what I'm saying is that there's there's people on the roads that a are too tired. Yeah. B are on prescription drugs. Yeah. C that are uh, basically they shouldn't be driving anyway. Yeah. D, um, that are too old.
5: Yeah, we're we going to go through um, the whole and These
18: alphabet? are more these are dangers rather than picking on somebody well, no. that's had a glass of wine.
5: Well, no, hang on a minute. Just because those things are dangerous doesn't mean that we should preclude other things that are dangerous. Yeah, let's we can we can change the law and focus on tiredness and all those things as well. Uh, but, but but then if you'd, you'd have nobody on the road someday oh, because Oh man, that'll be beautiful, would not it? Well, it would be nice sometimes, <laughs> but you know, the point is, oh, come on, it, it,
18: one drink is not going to affect uh, somebody who's, who's, uh, who's an adult um, that's doing it recreationally, having one drink.
5: Just Well, for- you don't, but the thing is, you don't no, if they're. Well, it, I, frame, I, I do they're know because I know it
18: doesn't affect well, me. It doesn't, fe- it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. you,
5: but that doesn't m- mean it doesn't affect other people. If you've not eaten, if you've not, if you've had a stressful day, if you're tired, if you're overworked, uh, those things can affect the, how alcohol affects you. So that can, and it can also affect your
18: driving without bringing the alcohol into yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. So, what so what why make
5: is, it why make it worse
18: by adding alcohol to the mix? And anyway, zero tolerance. You won't be able to do anyway because if people use mouthwash that's got alcohol in it, that'll register. If people have a sherry trifle, that'll register. So it's completely unenforceable anyway. You've got a limit now of thirty-five milligrams or whatever it is. So leave it as it is. And those that want a drink, or, or maybe two, depending on on what they're two drinking. Two drinks, drink, Ian. Of course, sometimes you can have two. You can have two pints of shandy and no, it's still
5: dry. No, Ian. Listen, I, I've got to move on. Two pints, Ian. We're going to call you from now and thank. Excellent point. Uh, well made. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. <laughs>
11: and first of all delays southbound approaching the Black Cat roundabouts it's uh, slow moving in fact also on the A421 heading uh, towards Black Cat and the road works of course the southbound A1M slow moving past Stevenage 8-7 to seven, easing up a little bit now uh, be aware the A602 slow uh, the one stone works those uh, electricity works are underway until tomorrow and just getting word of an accident into London on the A1 Barnet bypass between Stirling Corner and Apex Corner Bedford Road in Hitchin the uh, one-way system partially blocked with a fallen tree near the health centre. Woburn Road of Marston-Morsane is closed because of an accident and onto the M25 still very slow anti-clockwise down towards Junction 16. Onto the trains east coast main line, still half-hour delays possible because of problems earlier. Just being told Chilton trains disrupted there's uh, a problem with the line side equipment between Amersham and Harrow on the hill so mainly affecting trains towards London-Marylebone and still delays for Greater Anglia through and brocksbourne after problems with the Le- crossing earlier this morning. James Wally, BBC Three right Radio.
5: Thank you very much. 8.47, it's Tuesday the 5th of August, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. 3% of UK motorists have admitted drug driving in the last 12 months. The figure in a study by road charity Break equates to 1 million drivers across the country. A woman who was pulled from the Blue Lagoon in Bletchley last Wednesday has died in hospital. And Stevenage Borough Council has backtracked on plans to introduce car parking fees close to the town's football stadium on match days. Take your calls, 08459 4.0. Double five five double five, last twelve minutes or so of the show. But before that, let's get the weather. His Kate.
20: Beds, hearts, and Bucks weather.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
20: A bright start to the day. Plenty of sunny spells around this morning but already we're starting to see a bit of cloud moving in uh, towards the western fringes of Buckinghamshire but we've still got the sunshine elsewhere. This cloud's going to continue on its journey. This afternoon an increased risk of a shower particularly out towards the Chilterns for example but it looks like most of them should skirt north and eastwards. Maximum temperature though still warm. We're looking at 24 maybe even 25 Celsius in the sunshine later. Now throughout the season, this cloud continues on its journey through the middle part of the night. Early hours of tomorrow morning, we'll start to see some outbreaks of rain. where some of those quite heavy, quite prolonged or persistent. Minimum temperature down to 16 or 17 Celsius, so a warm and muggy night for tomorrow morning. Cloudy and rather wet. By the afternoon, it should have moved eastwards. We should get some brighter spells. The maximum temperature for Wednesday, 23 Celsius. And that's your forecast.
5: Just reminded, we're going to be playing the Lulu game later on. I totally forgot all about this, and I've just seen on the screen that Justin's been out doing it. If you've got the Daily Mail, page 22 and 23, The Many Faces of Lulu. It's an odd one. We'll get to it in a second. With football, no day is just a day. December. It's a day where memories
6: are made. We've got to control what we can control and beat Turkey and that's uh, that's all we can do. May the 3rd, 2014.
17: It's finished here and Wickham Wanderers, they have survived on BBC Three Counties Radio. Wickham Wanderers have won 3-0. Bristol Rovers have been beaten and those Wickham fans are to our right-hand side. Our
6: to get a club like and Wanderers to survive
5: on the last eight season, it was fantastic. With Three Candies Sport, we'll make every day memorable. The 2014-2015 season starts this weekend on BBC Three Candies Radio. If you hear Whisper, give us a shout. Peter? Hi. What have you called to have a whinge about today?
21: I was going to talk about the drugs you were talking about earlier. Yeah, go on. If people use recreational drugs, really, and they're caught driving, they should really be an automatic ban of one year. Right. Why? I'm serious. I mean, we talk about... Why? Why? Because they're dangerous. They've not all... They've not got all their faculties after Zion. Well... They haven't. I mean... It,
5: uh, it could be argued that some drugs
21: focus your mind. Well, yes, but if you're talking about diamonds in the sky and that sort of th- thing, the, the, these ones, they're, they're weird anyway. Yeah, very weird. So we know that it was affecting their brain. Yeah. So therefore, they shouldn't be driving. People like that shouldn't be driving. And when you're talking about we should legalise some...
5: Well, whoa, 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 well whoa, whoa, I haven't said that.
21: No, you said so we, we you, we should lower the rate, if you
5: like, of of the restricting the drugs. No, no, I didn't say that at all. I thought you did. Well, Peter, I think maybe you've been dropping some LSD tabs. Well, what are Some what ecstasy pills. But I don't want to legalize them. ketamine. Pardon? No, I didn't say that
21: at all. Oh, I thought you did. Sorry. Well, any in any case, if you if some of these drugs are going to be legalized, like they're talking about cannabis and things like that. Would you like your children to be in a room where someone leaves something like that on the table? Because someone
5: will do that. Here's the thing I've accepted, Peter. Yeah? And I've accepted this and I don't... At some point in my life... Yeah? I suspect my boys will experiment with drugs. Well, Because I, I, I do think that young people are curious, and I do think a significant portion of, of your... I, I hope they don't take to it, I hope they don't like it, and I hope they, they, you know, they do it and they go, I ain't never doing that again. In fact, I hope they don't do it. But I think realistically, I have to accept the fact, and I think most parents have to accept the fact, that at some point in their life, their children will quite possibly experiment with drugs. Well, when
21: they're getting to the age of 9, 10, 11, yeah. you should show the pictures of what... Some drugs create. I'm
5: not going to show it my nine-year-old son the picture. Well, well, it's
21: better he sees that than I'm he not going to show him a picture of a junkie in
5: the in the. With the well, when I'm you say- sorry, but it's better. To see that rather than being addicted. When you say show them a picture of what drugs has created, Mm. do you mean a picture of a junkie with a needle in his arm or do you mean a piece of work by Van Gogh or Mm. the cover of Sgt Pepper? Because drugs have created those as well.
21: No, but you'll see people slumped on the floor. They're looking dirty and horrible. And you show them pictures like that. Because every little helps to stop anyone trying drugs for a
5: recreational need. I don't, I don't think showing a nine-year-old a picture of a, 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 someone slumped in a doorway is going to work, because, 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 we all think when we are young, and nine's maybe a bit too young, we all think when we are young that we know better, we are immortal, we will never die, none of this stuff will ever happen to us. And it's only through and I I could sit there, you could sit there and tell them all of this stuff and they'd think what well, a couple of boring old farts. It's only through life experience that we we learn from our own mistakes, not from others' mistakes. Well,
21: I, I don't I don't believe that too. Because I mean I come from a, basically fairly fairly long way back.
5: Yeah, I know, you're not. And man.
21: I know that I know that when I, I I feel like Hitler was trying to kill us, I knew he was trying to kill us. What? And and, um, from from a very young age, I knew people were bombing us to try and kill us. Yeah. And because I knew that... What's that got to do with Special K or or, or acid? Well, what I'm talking about is children are more knowledgeable than you think. Oh, I know they are, but they're also very curious. Uh, They are curious. But then you turn around to them and say, this is the consequence.
5: I don't think they listen, Peter.
21: Well, uh, I'm. I, if, you, if you get to them fairly young, they do. I mean, not every family has people who are addicted. It's only people who are reasonably weak get addicted, unless they're uninformed.
5: Peter, listen, you, you've opened up a whole can of worms. I wish we'd spoken earlier. Only the weak get addicted. Having... Uh Several friends who have been uh, um, uh, who have been addicts who are addicts i, I don 't think it 's a weakness I think it 's recognized by the who, not the rock group, the World Health Organization as a, a disease
17: uh, but Peter, thank you. Uh, Justin! Morning, boss! Morning, yeah. Justin! Hey, yeah, I'll tell you what boss, I've got a quick uh, 30 second story on drugs actually, okay, linked mate. into what you were saying there. When I was at school, yes, uh, one of our teachers did uh, a talk about drugs. Sadly, yeah. his brother had died from drugs. It was a, a very, very powerful speech that he gave in a presentation as well about yeah. how not to d- get involved in drugs. A week later, somebody had drugs in the school. Yeah, of So, so you know, kids, yes, you can, you can tell them what you want to, but at the end of the day, people are curious. And people. So I don't know what the percentages are, but maybe
5: if you got thirty kids in that class, that the the same number of kids that were never going to take drugs were never going to take drugs. Mm. The same number of kids that were always going to take drugs were always going to take drugs, with maybe one or two kind of changing their minds. But generally, you know, it's listen. I remember being young. I was never going to die. I was never going to get old. I was I was invincible.
17: You know, facts are, kids will always take drugs. You, know, you can talk to any expert you want to, but children will always experiment, and parents, unfortunately, have to wake up to that reality, don't they? Justin! Hmm. Lulu! Lulu, Whoa. yes! 50
5: years of Lulu! Oh, man, a life, 50 years of just wonderful, strange, slightly stroppy beauty. I've worked yeah. with Lulu, man, alive. life. <laughs> she likes to call the shots. She's a very nice lady. She's a, well, she, likes, she is a nice lady. Mm. Um, I sat at her feet in her dressing room <gasps> while she was regaling stories of working with rock stars. Anyway, uh, there are loads of pictures of her throughout the ages in the Daily Mail. The 1964 one, it don't look anything like her.
17: Absolutely not. So, uh, what I've done this morning, I've taken that picture from the Daily Mail. Have a look in the paper today. If you haven't got the paper, look online. Some incredible pictures of Lulu over the past 50 years. We took out the 1964 photograph to see whether people could identify that as Lulu. And Ian, here's what happened. Morning, Governor. Playing Guess the Celebrity. Who do you think that is? No idea. Pop singer. (laughs) Pop singer? Yeah. Oh, Adele. Somebody, Ad- Adele?
25: Somebody like Adele. I mean, to the 60s, mate, the Who and the Beatles and the Stones and
17: that kind of stuff. If she was Dusty Springfield, I'd know who she was, really? or a Black. <laughs> so you count yourself as a, as a big 1960s fan? I count myself as a big, ni- an yeah. ex-mod, rocker, yeah. hippie those days. So you'd say you'd know all the, the big artists from the 1960s? Not
25: all of them, but yeah. quite a lot
17: of them. Most of the big ones? Yeah, so really? without the 60s, she wouldn't exist, or pop music today wouldn't exist. Yeah. It's the foundation of all these characters. Shall I give you a clue on who this is? Yeah, give me a clue, yeah. I'm a tiger. I'm Lulu, a. Ta- you yeah. thought that was a dill. You were saying, "Oh, the 1960s. Oh, they were real artists back then." That's Lulu. <laughs> That's Lulu.
16: It's Casablanca hairstyle. You see? Yeah.
17: That's it. A- oh yeah. I-, I see now. Yeah. He's <laughs> <It's> Lulu. <laughs> Brendan's wearing a Batman cap. This is fantastic. Guess the celebrity. I ain't got a clue. So I ain't got a clue. You know, there. you make me want to shout. Woo! Who's that?
19: Lulu. Is it? She looks better with age, doesn't she? That ain't her, is it? That's her. Are you being serious?
17: I'm being serious. 1964. I'd rather now. How are you, sir? What's your name? Yeah, Alex. Alex. Yeah. Who is that? Big time celebrity. You will know this person.
22: I don't really know the name, but I think he had one of these uh, soap opera in the TV. Uh, is it... Um... Uh, pop singer. No, not pop singer. Yeah,
17: 1964.
22: I can't really remember his name.
17: Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, it's a lady. It's definitely not a man, though.
22: No, it's not in my mind. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lulu? the Lulu? It is Lulu. Lulu.
17: How does that make you feel? <laughs> it made me feel good. How could you think that that was a man? And the first man... Oh, that's a nail, that you know. Well, that, that, mate, Adele, that was yeah. brilliant. It's incredible, isn't Justin, it? Justin, excellent
5: stuff. Thank you, boss. Speak to you tomorrow. Cheers, boss. For anyone interested, in reverse order for me, it's uh, if you've got the pictures of Lulu, it's 1968, 1973, and then 1999.
6: <laughs>
11: The anti-clockwise M25 still heavy down to 16 for the M40. A1 slow southbound at Black Hat. Delays passing Stevenage still on the A1M, 8-7, to 7. and a reminder of the A602 at Wattenham Stone slow through the works. Delays into London because of an accident earlier approaching Apex Corner. And the Woburn Road between Marston Mortain and Brogborough is closed off still with an accident. The A505 is heading through Hitchin on the one-way system of trees down near the health centre. And on the children's train service, unfortunately delays into Maryland because of problems with the line-side equipment between Amersham and Harrow-on-the-Hill. James Hawley, BBC Three Counters Radio.
5: James, thank you very much indeed. Don't forget, if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. You can shout in my inbox as well. Oh, I beg your pardon. ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. You can go to iTunes and download the podcast. JBS is up next. We'll be back tomorrow at six. Until then, from us, ta-ta. Local
3: and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
12: Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Tuesday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in, do you forgive the
26: boy who swung the chihuahua around his head? A man from Hatfield who